0: <laughs> Alright, there we go. I, I love when YouTube takes 30 seconds to even acknowledge that I've started. Alright. Woo. Yay! Woo! Hey, we're live. Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. Episode 253, your once-weekly live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm Ian. Thank you so much for joining the show on this Wednesday night or in podcast form over on anchor.fm or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. If you've never seen the show before, we talk beer, we talk tech, we talk games, pop culture, entertainment, usually some Star Trek and some night, some chess. All Super Chats are read right in the air so long as they will not permanently demonetize the channel. We do drink alcohol on the show and if you're drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know in the chat and we'll give some early show shout outs as we go along. Last but not least, if you'd like to take part in the super secret chat and the even more super secret after-party, think about joining the Patreon. Link is down in the video description. As a bonus, you'll get exclusive access to my Discord server, where you can talk with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, Ian, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and join the awesome community that hangs out over there. Uh, And it's now officially a doctor's appointment. How you doing, sir? Every 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 appointment, a doctor's appointment. When you're when you're a doctor. That's no, right. It's going
1: well. It's going
0: well. Uh, for you know, we're in the same time zone, so this makes sense for once. Yeah, th- this is weird. Like like normally, like you're you're waking up or even just going to bed when I'm <laughs> when I'm ending no, the show. Ever since
1: you moved to the earlier time slot, it's gotten worse because now I think you start.
2: Was at it three a.m.? Two
1: a.m. or four a.m. My time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's what, nine hours between us?
2: Eight.
1: Eight, eight, okay, yeah. So if I somehow managed to not sleep properly and get up really early, if I didn't catch your stream, I'd catch the after party.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And now now, now, now that you're early, I don't seem to catch you at all. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. You're you're there in spirit. Uh, So uh, for those who don't know who this is, uh, this is... uh, Dr. Ian Cutris, uh, also known as Tech Tech Potato over on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to his channel if you haven't done so already, although I don't know too many of my peeps who don't know who this is. Uh, and you are joining us from a hotel room in San Jose for some reason. Uh, what are you down there for? So this week, is uh, the, uh, along with
1: launching other processors in the market, is Intel Innovation. Innovation is Intel's attempt to rekindle its uh, fabled Intel Developer Forum, IDF, that ran until about 2016, 2017,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where it was cut from Intel's portfolio for not being relevant to its market. Intel is very insistent that developers are relevant to his market, and uh, under the auspices of the CEO, Pat Gelsinger, Intel now runs a series of what they call on events, two a year. Mm-hmm. One called Vision, one called Innovation. Uh, as it might sound, Vision is about the future. Innovation is about what people are doing today. And it just so happens that this year, Innovation it is developer focused. However, I am not necessarily a software guy. I'm a hardware guy. Jeff's a hardware guy. And I'm very much not software, a software guy.
0: <laughs> right
1: they they were actually talking about some hardware this week so uh, full disclosure um I am an analyst I am I am the I'm a person that these companies pay so they to help them not screw up yes. Intel is a client amd is a client Intel paid for my trip and my hotel to be out here that all being said I did rough them over the coals. <laughs> Quite a bit this week but that's what they pay me for so
0: right I mean now now instead of just being you know a journalist or an influencer or whatever you have where sometimes there's some back and forth where you say something negative and they go hey that wasn't very nice and you're like I'm sorry do a better job next time and but then they like won't sample you for one season and now it's like they're paying you to not say nice things to them and then thanking you for the opportunity
1: well, it's 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 a case of if if, there, if I do spot an opportunity where they may be perceived negatively in the market, if I if they tell me early enough, I will provide my input. Mm-hmm. They may or may not listen to that input. It depends how early on in the cycle it is. Right. Um, so a lot of those what would be would have been public call-outs before now become more private conversations, but. Mm-hmm. Intel, AMD, IBM, Qualcomm, they've used analysts for decades. This isn't anything new. I just changed my career slightly, and if that makes me a shill for Intel, then I'm also a shill for AMD, I'm also a shill for Qualcomm, I'm also a shill for MediaTek, I'm also a shill for IBM. You know, if, if,
0: if you take one person's money, you're a shill. If you take everybody's money, yeah. you're just as independent as you were before. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I, he will not shut up about the Power 9 processors, though. Like I, I cannot get... <laughs> Well, no. So, 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 so,
1: one of the things that I do now um, with people like Jeff is, if if Jeff had any questions about a product, about a feature, he would go to say the Intel team, ask them. Um, what needs to be done, go to a and ask what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. He can now also reach out to me. I am one of those press outreach people. For example, I met somebody at the show who's new to the semi-space, works for Reuters, and she really wanted to know about the chip industry. And I said, look, I can tell you a million stories from here to Sunday about how things work. Just jump on a call, and that's now a service I offer for mm-hmm. press and quotes. YouTube people don't use quotes, but the, the printed press still do.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, so uh, I'm going to open my beer real quick, and then uh, I think we have some news to talk about. Some news that uh, you and Paul over at Tom's Hardware kind of stumbled into, shall we say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, for those interested, I'm drinking a uh, Ninkasi Tricera hops tonight. It is a, uh, unfortunately, this is not a triple IPA. It's just a three hop IPA, uh, clocking in at 8%. And it's a fantastic, classic Northwest IPA. Uh, later, uh, since Ian is on the show, I did grab literally the biggest cider that I have in my fridge. So we'll we'll circle back to that. Um, and I think, uh, and I think uh, you uh, went uh, to the uh, lobby and, uh, and grabbed uh, a drink, didn't uh, you?
1: Yeah. So so I just have one question before you start, because I always have beer questions when I come on. Uh Does triple IPA, triple (laughs) India pale ale, mean it's been to India three times before you've got it?
0: (laughs) Uh, You're not far off. Actually, typically the double IPA or triple IPA has to do with either the body or the process. Uh, There's also an ABV requirement. So uh, to be considered a double or a triple, it has to be 8% or higher. Uh and so you know, usually if you find like an eight and a half percent IPA, they'll call it a double IPA. It usually refers to either the hopping process uh, as far as do they add it during fermentation or are they adding it? Are they back hopping later in the, in the beer making process? Or it can also be the number of hops that are added in. So a triple hop could be a three hop IPA.
1: So so so. When you're talking about body and procedure, are you referring to the person drinking it as well? Do they have to have body?
0: Uh, <laughs> and process? You know, sometimes it's it's less of a willful body, but but it does develop. Uh. <laughs> uh, so so
2: I,
1: I I went down to the lobby of of of. Um, I guess I'm in a Marriott, so I have Angry Orchard hard cider because that's all they had that I may have drunk. As as I said last time I was on the show, I'm not a beer drinker, I'm a cider drinker. Yeah. Um, so
0: bottoms up. Yeah, cheers to that. All right, uh, one sec. Now, <laughs> let's dive into this. Um, so Intel uh, was talking about some very, very, near upcoming launches of hardware uh, this week at Innovation. Um, obviously, Raptor Lake has been huge news with the upcoming release of that. They went over uh, some more of the technical details and some of the final specifications of Raptor Lake. Ian's got one on a on a keychain no, now.
1: No, this isn't one.
0: Oh, oh what'd you get? <laughs> this,
1: this, 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 this I got from, so I went to Israel
0: a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, that's your Israel
1: chairman. Okay, yeah. The Panasonic. Like weren't focus, but what they did is they took a an older Lake chip, um, nice. and they put a hole
2: through it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as I found out, as as I found out this week, when uh, CPUs are dropped or get holes in them, they they tend to not work anymore. So I, I wouldn't try to socket that one in. <laughs> um. Anyway, so while there was some news and. Uh, uh, some of the bigger news being that the uh, Intel Alchemist A770 finally has a launch date and a price. Uh, Raptor Lake got finalized specs and some preliminary pricing uh, in, in bin quantities, and, and that was kind of released. We know that they're they're pushing upwards to you know that five point seven to six gigahertz boost clock out of the box. Um, And so it was like, yeah, it's much of the same news that we've heard to this point, and nothing tremendously exciting or unexpected. Uh, So uh,
1: uh, I'll add to that, that the A770 release date just happens to be the same day as the 4090. Make of that what you will, (laughs) but- um, but, 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 I'm shocked, shocked really. Intel at the 329 price point is going essentially against the thirty sixty in trying to beat it in performance per dollar
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: some somewhere around 35 to 50 percent better performance per dollar i think they're saying yeah um don't quote me on that as it's but they've put out a lot of numbers so i think there's a the Intel is doing videos about that off their own volition, and mm-hmm. uh, I believe there'll be another couple between now and launch. So it's worth waiting for those, because apparently they have some more benchmark numbers to show.
0: Yeah, and uh, um, Intel, obviously they they spent some time up at uh, Linus, uh, up at LTT. They, they did some walkthrough on some of the uh, the A380 and A770 performance, and one of the things that they were trying to do PC between... Uh, yes. One of the things that they were trying to do between that time and launch is uh, dial in on some of the older APIs. So your DirectX 11 and DirectX 10 titles, uh, Vulkan compatibility, that kind of thing. Uh, So we're hoping to see some vastly better performance than what Linus demonstrated. Although in DirectX 12, they were highly competitive at that mid-tier graphics range. So Mm -hmm. definitely interested to get my hands on that. Uh, So stay tuned to the channel. Uh, I have been in talks with them about... uh, about some reviews on that so again kind of just run of the mill you know yeah it's exciting that we have another gpu partner finally entering the market and uh and getting some some decent performance but you know that's a wrap that's a show you know good good now there was one booth that you Mm -hmm. kind of didn't visit and maybe it's because you've been on two two fab tours in the last 12 months with intel like we've we've seen all the wafers that, that there are to even some that we probably couldn't talk about. Uh, We've seen a lot of wafers uh, over the last year, you and I. Um, Intel was showing off a finished wafer of their Raptor Lake desktop chips, Uh, or at least that's what the booth said. Uh, Ian, can you walk us through (laughs) what was actually there?
1: So so part of innovation is they have a show floor and on the show floor they have a lot of intel stuff and a lot of partner stuff areas to do with software and hardware and showing you know they had lots of say cxl and ddr5 and all and all the ai software and of course if you're going to talk about if pat Galsinger is going to talk about raptor lake in the keynote there's going to be a little raptor lake session showing off the gaming performance mm-hmm. the booth specifically there had a desktop pc you know full RGB flashy lights and they were showing off a game and basically showing how the fact that you have now have more e-cores and it, there's a new version of Thread Director that uses the e-cores better. And they were showing that off in a gaming workload. It just so happened to be that there was a wafer there. Right. Hey I, the we, way need
0: way a, for, we need a we need an extra prop like piece, plus,
1: right. But it's it, it felt like it was after the after the fact that the booth had been put together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens that about 15 feet away, they had the Intel Foundry Services booth, which is where they designed chips for other people. And they had multiple wafers there. They had, um, they had a Intel 7, they were showing off the Intel 4 one that they've already showed off. Mm. And for some reason, they also had a Bay Trail wafer um, for whatever reason. <laughs> and nobody was allowed to take photos of those wafers. And for that, you have to blame Dylan Patel over at Semi-Analysis because in the last Intel event, he got some super close-up shots and then a few people online you know, went, well, that's the core, that's the L2 cache, that's you know, all the little different bits of the core. And they said, uh, that's too close. You now need to stand at least three feet away before you take pictures and don't use Zoom. At the Raptor Lake booth, Intel 13th Gen, the official name, again, there was a wafer that just seems to be there it wasn't in it's it wasn't like in a stand it didn't have a little sign saying raptor lake wafer it was just there on the table next to the keyboard showing the game and a couple of people at the booth the uh the booth that were managing the booth like do you wanna have a look at raptor lake and they went that's a raptor lake wafer and uh so i'm it it's, it's literally five minutes to seven in the evening this is the floor show floor closes at seven and you know, I, I I've stood nearby for a while because I was speaking to people. You know, yeah. I saw Gordon Ung from PC World go by. I saw uh, Mark, uh, Dave Altavia from uh, Hot Hardware go by. Yeah. I saw Anshul Shag from uh, More the, uh, Morehead Insights go by. You know, and I saw them looking at the wafer. I said, I grabbed a wafer. I saw that in Israel. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then it just so happens that, you know, Paul Alcorn from Tom's Hardware was there and we got speaking and, you know, as, as you do when you're speaking to people, you slowly move migrate somewhere. As And it just so happened that we ended up there and looking at the wafer and the person at the booth said, oh yeah, we've got a raptulate wafer. Now like I said, we saw one in Israel. The one we saw in Israel didn't have the diffraction pattern you normally see in a wafer. Usually a wafer is like a rainbow because you have lots of metal interconnects in, it's multiple, yeah, it's like a dozen metal layers and the different lines go everywhere and that causes like diffraction and you get a rainbow, right. that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, that, that's uh, typically so what, what people what think of when they think of a wafer, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a multi-layer, multi-stage process that's, uh, and. and... As you probably Thanks saw in, in our in our tour video, uh, where uh, Ian and I went in the bunny suits and went through all those cartridges that were flying through the air, those are all different stages mm. of the assembly and layering process, and they add them atoms at a time, uh, and but over mm. the course mm. of you know three, four, five, six months, sometimes for for different fab processes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, what you saw in Israel was a matte-finished one that, you know, had some of the copper adhered, but didn't have yeah. many of the other substrates and things like that. Yeah. Right.
1: Correct. So, so so the fact that this one, it had that, you know, it had the diffraction rainbow effect. Obviously different, obviously new, had a look. Paul's there uh, with his smartphone, you know, click, 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 click picture. Uh-huh. I look over and go, that's not Raptor Lake. That's ice lake, and 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 Paul goes, huh? And the person at the booth goes, no, huh? That's raptor. Yeah. And, and of course that's and, and raptor. I went, no, that's ice. And 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 Paul went, you know, you're right. And the guy at the booth goes, no, it's raptor. And I turned around and I said, I bet money that's not raptor. Literally stake my record. because when you know you know right right it's, right it, it, to, to, to me seeing the difference between a server chip and a desktop chip on a wafer is like the difference between seeing you know a small Citron two CB versus a Hummer on the road right I can you can spot the difference a mile off if
0: you right know it's what someone you're with perfect perfect pitch and uh, and some people go you know yeah hey what's that No, that's a G oh my God he's a... no I yeah. just know what a G is like yeah. Yeah, especially an OG. I definitely know what an OG is. Right. No, um, right. <laughs> oh, that's what
1: and 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 and, uh, uh, and, and 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 so I and so and then Paul agreed, agreed with me. And and the guy at the booth, uh, there were two guys, and they, they were looking weird. And the reason why I said Ice Lake, right, is if you're familiar with the Xeon Silicon, it's a mesh of cores. It's in a mm-hmm. 2D array. You have cores. In, in some of the nodes in the mesh, in other nodes in the mesh, you have memory controllers and PCIe and UPI and accelerators and what mm-hmm. have you. And Isolate goes up to 40 cores. You have the two main die are 28 core and 40 core. And you can tell they're 28 or 40 because you can count the repeating units. I looked over and I saw it's a mesh. So I instantly thought Lake because why would they put anything else on the show floor that had a mesh? Right. And then I counted the cores, because obviously they're distinct and repeated units, like I just said. And there were 34 of them. And you think there is no silicon with 34 cores that we know of. And th- this is 34 p-cores, so right. ju- just to clarify, there's no e-cores no e in enterprise yet. Twenty twenty five four five 4.5, the Sierra Forest. That's right. what we talk about. Now, stuff. now, not, not right now.
0: And, and again, for clarification with Raptor Lake, their largest SKU, which is the 13900K, is an 8P core, 16 efficiency core. So it's a 24 core, 32 thread unit um, with a very different physical architecture. It, it's a physically different size die. It's more of a rectangular die. Um, and, and it's a different different interconnect between those cores. They, they are completely different from one another. Similar process, both 10 nanometer, but completely different from the Ice Lake, which is a mesh, ba- mesh base architecture and uh, and again, very distinct if you know what you're looking at. So
1: we're, 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 with with the Raptor Lake architecture, like you say, eight P cores, mm-hmm. but then the E cores are sort of intergroups of four, roughly the same size as a P core. Mm-hmm. So you'd have eight plus four, so you'd expect to see 12 segments. Mm-hmm. It, it's in a ring, it's not a mesh, but it's 12 segments. Right. Whereas in this new die, I saw 34 segments, You know that were distinctly the same and different from say, the interconnect and in the, uh, the UPI and the PCIe. And, 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 and the we cores. actually
0: have a picture. Uh, so. Here, here's the the uh, cell phone picture from Tom's Hardware. So credit Paul Alcorn on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can see all the individual components on on this die. You, you can count thirty four yeah. individual little squares. So I'm going to take my mouse and so, very carefully so, so, so. square this off. Yeah.
1: So where Jess, you, you you moving his mouse, you see five by five in the center. So five and five. And then just above just above that, you have three. Three right here. Uh, split. And then on the other side of the die, you have three. Yep. Because the what the ones where it's missing in that five are probably the memory controllers, because that's how Ice Lake was. Right, but then right. just to, just on the left-hand edge, as we look at it, there are also another three, mm-hmm. which seem completely separate from everything else. And when I did the video with Paul, I said, "What the f are they meant to be? Because they're at least two mesh stops away from everything else."
0: Right. And and when so, we're talking mesh stops, is, we're we're literally talking speed of light, speed of electricity, efficiency, and latency between interconnects mm-hmm. on a chip. Uh, so uh, the three off to the side are a little confusing, and I'm sure we'll we'll get that eventually. But. <laughs> Like we know with with Ice Lake and and even before it with Cascade, like we know that they have twenty eight and thirty two core SKUs in in those. We've also seen those dies, and this is also not one of those dies. Different layout,
1: and and so we're like, what the f is this? Um, my my initial thought um, is, if you know if you know Intel Xeon roadmap, the next one um after ice lake is oh my god it's so late i've 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 forgot sapphire rapids sorry there sapphire we go. spr, rapids, yeah. had SPR in mind so, so sapphire rapids typically intel does a low core count a mid core count and a high core count
2: mm-hmm.
1: we all we've seen to date is the high core count that's the four chiplets, 1600 square millimeters of silicon it's massive um uh so that th- that's the Skylake, the 28 core one
0: yeah. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. I-, I believe so. Yeah, yes. Yes. so
1: yeah so but sapphire rapids uh we uh we know the big one has four chiplets we don't mm-hmm. know the size of the middle one or the small one so right. my instant thought was well okay if 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 the top end <laughs> sapphire Rapids is i think let's say 56 cores mm-hmm. then 34 would be a good mid-range number right makes sense yeah um but then we flipped the, the person at the booth, because he still didn't believe what we were saying, flipped the wafer over. And there was a sticker on the back. Do you have the picture of this? I,
0: uh, let, me, let me see if it's in his article. There it is. OK. Uh, it I, is. I do have that. It there is. we go. Ready for this? Raptor Lake. So L, L Wafer, RPL S 34C, Raptor Lake S 34 core. And so this sticker isn't... So the, the wafer
1: was on top of a wafer carrier. There's mm-hmm. a Perspex wafer carrier. That sticker is not on the wafer carrier. It's on the bottom of the wafer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: These wa- these wafers, every time there's a production run, uh, two or three wafers are taken off the production run to use as marketing materials to show off to customers, what have you. Right. They don't re-enter. So you can, you can get fingerprints on them. You can frisbee with with them you can chew on them them, if you want (laughs) (laughs)
2: um
1: so so this sticker's on the bottom of the wafer and what have you yeah and yeah so it says uh raptor lake s s for the longest longest time in intel speak means desktop consumer right it has never meant anything else uh there, there, there were some S CPUs back in the day that were meant to be reduced power between the T and the. Yeah, regular. there was there but was T and L
0: and a couple other nomenclatures that. Yeah. Uh, but but we're talking all the way back in in like you know Ivy Bridge and Haswell so kind in, of days, right? There
1: uh, were L in L on the server side, no L on the consumer side. I think that was uh, S and T. S and T, right? E. Right. Yeah, there, there, there was even a couple of P's I have at home. Oh, nice. Um, however, however, so Rapsulate S, desktop, 34 core. But this is a massive die. Desktop is dual channel and 16 PCI lanes. And so did they
0: mean to say WS? What does WS stand for, Jeff? Uh, that would be a workstation or workstation server.
1: Workstation, and it just so happened that earlier that day, I met the person in Intel in charge of desktop and workstation.
0: Right, now uh, that's another thing is Intel, as large of a company as they are, are extremely organized and lockstep rank and file top to bottom in their organization. Every single piece of the Intel organization has very specific things that they work on, that they cover. Uh, They they have a dozen different PR teams and getting in, like, I I have uh, uh, people that I talk to within the consumer desktop PR team. It is a completely Mm -hmm. different PR team from the server team, from the networking team, from the graphics team, from, they don't even know each other. It's a separate company as far as the tree is involved. Um, until it, um, so, so, so so recently. That, 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 yeah, that's technically
1: changed. It is a pyramidal organisation, and there are some delineations. You eventually go high enough up the chain, you meet the person in charge of them all. Right, right. So it's
2: uh,
1: it is ways. So now we're thinking. So now, now we, we've shown even the bottom says Raptor Lake. And the people at the booth were still really confused. Right. What I think has happened, right? When they do these booths for these massive events, everything has to get passed, has to be approved to be shown, right? It's, right. it's very strict in what they do. Because this wafer didn't have a spot in the booth dedicated to it, it just was there. What I think has happened is someone at the headquarters in Santa Clara here, the Robert Noyce Building, R and B, has thought, right, we need to show a Raptor Lake wafer at the booth, and he's just gone to his desk and and seen a wafer that says Raptor Lake S, picked it up, taken it to show floor, said to the people at the booth,
0: show this off, it's Raptor Lake, and they've gone, okay, cool, it's Raptor Lake. I was told this was, it says Raptor Lake around the back. But the biggest he, Raptor the, the, Lake core, die well, so, so
1: is... So this is the thing, right? It, that that Weaver had been at the booth all day. It was 7 p.m. when we saw it, 5 to 7. Mm-hmm. It had been through all the press and analysts who decided to go by the event, and also all the Intel partners and developers. And I don't expect a developer to be able to identify hardware in the same way that the journalists should do. Right. But, uh, but, but, but... Uh, Gordon from PC World, um, uh, Dave from Hot Hardware, Anshul from morehead they'd all seen it. Even Paul, mm-hmm. Paul from Tom's Hardware, who who is arguably one of the best CPU reviewers in the market now Absolutely. that I've off. Yeah, <laughs> um, even now <laughs> that yeah, you're on Intel's at, payroll at first,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and <laughs> AMD's and everybody else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to put that qualifier in, otherwise, people will start shill. So, <laughs> yeah, um right so 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 and the fact that i pointed that so i would have expected paul to have taken the photos and then two or three days later gone through them and then realized what he was looking at it wasn't until i said that's not Raptor to or you know that's ice like even though mm-hmm. i was
0: wrong in saying ice like to begin with um but but you went, were oh, yeah. but and you that, were as and- accurate as you possibly could be for a a tech that had no announcement had no. This isn't even on any roadmap that we've ever seen. As far as a,
1: it's we we expect something like this because workstation is usually derived from the server part. If they Correct. were doing a workstation skew, that's what Skylake X was, uh-huh. and that's uh, the Haswell and right. Broadwell E and whatever. Right. So, the, the the thing is, this says Raptor Lake S which means it has Raptor Lake cores. Mm-hmm. The Raptor Lake P cores are called Raptor Cove. Alder Lake has um, a Golden Cove cores, right? So the update to Golden Cove is Raptor Cove. The fact that they've called it Raptor Cove and Raptor Lake makes it very easy. Thank you, Intel, for simplifying that for us. Finally, <laughs> it's taking a while, but I'm glad you took my advice on board. Great. Yes. So yeah, please unify
0: your code names across the stack for one product line. Yes.
1: (laughs) So so this so if there was to be a workstation version of Sapphire Rapids, Sapphire Rapids uses the Golden Cove, Alder Lake cores. Mm -hmm. These are not Alder Lake. These uh, sorry, these are not uh, these are not Golden Cove. These are Raptor Cove. Raptor Cove are the cores to be used in Emerald Rapids, which is a generation after Sapphire uh, right. Rapids. Right. So if this, if this is anything, this is the mid-core, or what they call the high-core, because they have low-core, high-core, extreme-core, because right. they used to just have low-core and high-core. They don't have low-core, high-core, and extreme-core. Yeah. This would be the Emerald Rapids high-core count silicon or the workstation variant of the fact that it says S rather than you know any of the enterprise WS or X on. right. Well, well, no, so so WS and X are still kind of consumer prosumer. The fact that it's not you know eighty five eighty type.
0: Oh right right uh,
2: yeah.
1: yeah yeah. So um, yeah, makes me makes me consider that this is essentially Emerald Rapids workstation silicon. Mm-hmm. On the show floor, being being presented to people as Raptor Lake silicon. <laughs> I oh,
0: guess I guess kind of it is uh, Raptor Lake Raptor Cove silicon, but yeah. uh, so, uh, so,
1: <laughs> so 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 people ask me, and even even Intel, AMD, they ask the press, mm-hmm. "Do you want to go back to in-person events?" And a large majority of them anywhere from 50 to 80% mm-hmm. say we're fine with remote events. Yeah. Briefings, on calls, that's the Q&A, and most of the press don't even ask Q in the q and I'm always the one that bitches at everyone to ask questions because otherwise I'm the only one. Um, and Paul and I, said on the video that we did together which mm-hmm. i'm sure you've linked below and it's well yes. worth a watch uh,
2: I, uh, I i because didn't
1: because, it, I, because I, I forgot the, but it will be left that, so the that 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 was immediately after we found it the raw emotion about an hour later you're now experiencing the day later emotions um so yeah this is why we come to events if you're right. a youtuber or an influencer when you want to go to an event you need to plan your schedule it's like okay i'm going to taiwan for computex mm-hmm. i'm going to be there for 8 days i need to film 6 videos i'm going to have i've scripted 5 of them in advance i'll do another one on the plane and that's going to be my content i don't expect to i shouldn't expect to have anything that i never saw if you're written press you go to an
0: event and you say well i may r- i'll probably write uh oh Oh no, did we lose him? He was- he was fading for a minute. Uh, I hope we will get him back. Um, but yeah, uh, I will say, kind of going on, what's uh- oh, are you there? Uh, I don't have your audio. I don't have your audio. Oh, there you are. How
2: about now? There you are.
0: Alright. That's because my camera ran out of battery. Um, yeah, I- I figured it was coming. Alright. Yeah, and I- I need to rejigger your, uh, your view here, so. Bear, bear with, with me, me. Um, um so yeah so
1: yeah when when an influencer goes to an event like Computex, they have a dedicated amount of videos that they prepare in advance written journalist says i will definitely write these three pieces based on the keynotes and whatever and anything else that comes along
2: mm-hmm.
1: this is the reason i go to events it's because of the 50 percent of the time is spent in corridors speaking to engineers finding out about the stuff that you wouldn't otherwise get if you hadn't have been there. I mean, I've uh, I've spoken to other big YouTubers. I've said, with unlimited time and resources, would you want to go to events and get to know the company and know the engineers? And they've said no, because they don't want to be lied to or be fed propaganda. And I'm like, the reason why I'm able to understand how some of these architectures work in the purest sense is because I've sat down with an engineer and they've talked
0: me through how it works. And and see, I'm I'm the exact... I, I'm, I'm I'm on board with, with you for this incredible. one a hundred percent because I've I've, I've gone to events before, like I've done CES and uh I've, I've got I've gone to CES, CES with the plan of be that being that big YouTuber, YouTuber and like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do seven videos in four days and we're just gonna like blitz this spend. thing. And and then and I produce three videos, but then, then the entire time I'm spent with with Gigabyte MSI and they're like Hey, can I, I show you something? And you walk behind the booth mm. and and you talk for like an hour and a half with a with an engineer or a rep who is not trying to just blow smoke up your ass, but is like, I'm genuinely excited about this new platform. This is going to be super cool. I'm I'm looking forward to the launch. Like we're doing some really neat things. And it's not just RGB. It's like we're you. Yeah. And and I'm like, dude, that's cool. I can't produce a video on that, but I love those conversations and you can't do that on on a zoom call you can't do that in in a remote session with chat for a q a um it's the getting down and and it, it, yeah it, it yeah you can't do that if you're not over you, you have to sit down and you have to have that little bit of back and forth and uh and that's where you get the information for for things like this and 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 for me this is right so
1: We know scoops happen, right? We know exclusives happen. We know Mm -hmm. these these random rare events, they happen once a year, or once or twice a year, and you're lucky if it happens to you. (laughs) The minute we found this, the minute we published it, the minute we recorded the video, Mm -hmm. um, me and Paul... We were walking back, and Paul, you know, Paul Paul's bit was done. I just had to edit it, and I had issues with my video editor with GPU transcoding. That's another story. But we bumped into Patrick Kennedy from Serve the Home. You know yeah. Patrick. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And he and he told me the next morning when you two when you two came by us to speak to us about what you'd just done, you were like two giddy schoolgirls <laughs> who had you know just. J- 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 just something happened in school, and it was the talk of the t- talk of gossip. And this is this is the essence of living in this industry finding yeah. those little pieces and going, Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I couldn't agree more with that. And, uh, and yeah, yeah I, I, I've, I've spent uh, a bit of time with Patrick. I actually had dinner with him not two or three months ago. Um, and, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I got that same energy just watching your video with Paul on that, just like um, because these these kinds of like unintended oops things and and we're not just talking about Sapphire Rapids, which I don't know if I can talk anything at all about visual whatever, uh, but but the fact that you found a die that is the generation after that is yeah. And and, and just, just so people know how big this story is. Uh Raptor Lake, Lake their 12 their 13900K K is 8 P-cores and 16 E-cores. This is 34 P-cores. No efficiency, it doesn't need it. Screw your efficiency, I want raw speed. That's that's what this CPU is about. And while we can't really dig into, like, oh, that's the PCI Express lanes, there's going to be 256 of those, or whatever else, we can make some very educated guesses about what this silicon is, and uh, and we can base that around memory channels, where you said this is either a 4 or an 8-channel uh, memory controller on this chip. Uh, there's upwards of 34 cores, which would probably indicate either a 28 or a 32-core Finalized die to account for binning or any other irregularities, um, which those have been popular skews with Cascade Lake and Ice Lake. Uh, so that that core count kind of makes sense, but the fact that it's literally two or three generations more advanced than what we're seeing with uh, with with Cascade Lake, that's impressive. And and. Very, very interesting and reassuring for the future because this is a market that Intel has not been in for what five years now almost high end desktop. And
1: this, 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 this could be a zero silicon, this could be B zero silicon, it, mm-hmm. you know, it could be and ES1, ES2, it's definitely not a QS, right? At least it exists, right? It's it. They I went mean, through the I trouble mean, of it, making You <laughs> remember when we went on the fab tour? Uh-huh. Yes. You, you remember when we went on the fab tour and we saw a wafer and we were, weren't allowed to, at the time, to say what we saw? Right. Uh, I, I wasn't that, sure if we, we could say what we saw. Now, right. Right. <laughs> given, that, given what I've seen on the show floor today, I can just say we saw Sapphire Rapids being made.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah, we uh we, we were walking right. we were walking by uh a verification station which which had a, a microscope and it had an engineer sitting there working on it. And we kinda of stopped and we were watching the machine work. It would like grab a wafer out and then it would scan three or four of the of the uh little die cuts on it and uh and and Ian looks at that and he kinda of leans in and he goes you see that? I went. Yeah, I, I do. do. And he goes, Sapphire Rapids. I went. I know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and and it was that, that kind of excitement. excitement.
1: And because <laughs> be, be, because well, it's it's we recognized where the cores were in the mesh. Right. Same thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah it, it was it was knowing that's, knowing that's definitely not Alder Lake. Like we, we, we are not and, and we're not looking at Ice Lake, you know, dies either. We're looking at something, something that is a little, a little bit bigger, a little bit broader. Um and as you says, said, it's this is probably a four hundred mil square die. I mean, this, this is, is not, not a small, small piece of silicon that they're putting on to so
1: So Sky Juice um at Angstronomics, he's taken our pictures, he's done you know, what what you can do in photoshop and aspect ratio adjusted it and yeah, what yeah. have
2: you yeah
1: also with better with better photos from from the hard hardware guys and from mm-hmm. anshell and he's actually worked out this is more closer to 600 square mil um just by how many dies are on the wafer and you know to be fair that's what i would do if i bothered to actually take a full wafer shot right right um uh, uh jeff just one double check that your microphone not being picked up double
0: uh, People
1: are saying that you're like a Dalek.
0: Interesting. I don't think it is. There's something coming from your mic. Ian sounds good on his side. Uh, you're coming through Zoom fine. Okay. Um, oh, I know what it is. God, I hope the entire show hasn't been like that. Uh, Alright, cool. Yeah. No,
1: ju- uh, ju- just since my camera dropped.
0: Okay, just when your camera dropped? Well, that's even weirder because, yeah, yeah. oh, I know what it probably was. I think one of my hotkeys unmuted my HDMI stream. Normally, my HDMI stream doesn't have audio on it, so it's not a big deal. Um, but right before the stream, my camera stopped working, so I had to swap yeah. the camera out. So, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think when I was alt-tabbing and, and moving away like, oh, black screen, let's fix this. I think I unmuted that that channel. Okay, people are saying I'm yeah, normal yeah,
1: now. Uh, uh, yeah. All
0: yeah.
1: right. Yeah, so, sounds good. Um, so, cool. sh- uh, so, so with, with that story, I think we should do the world exclusive on, yes. on, on, on your stream yes that that would be actually prompted you 30 minutes before we started let's do this
0: uh so so what's really funny is rhett and i were actually going to do an in-person show for the first time in like four months again and uh and so rhett's sitting here and and ian goes oh by the way can i be on the show and i went rhett you're getting paid anyway go home drink a beer (laughs) you're good um so yes uh let me uh, let's see. You sent that to me in Discord, so let me pull that. No, no, no. Oh, it's, 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 I I, I kind of want to weave a narrative. Okay, okay. Go ahead
1: and So, the picture.
0: So, tell you what, I will I will pull up the image and uh, and get that prompted and and ready to go. Go ahead and weave your narrative, that's and, my and you definition let of, and
1: yeah.
0: and you let me know when you want to uh, to reveal. Okay, so. Um,
1: The journey of Intel's 10 nanometer has been long and arduous. Jeff, do you remember the name of the first generation of Intel's 10 nanometer product? Oh,
0: gosh. Um, Their first one was, it was slated to be a mobile chip. uh, and, And it was kind of, gosh, that was 2020 when I think they unveiled that might have even been 2019, like late 2019. I'm forgetting the actual code name. Um, I do know it was only like a 15-watt part. So, it, that's all they could, they could muster out of it. So the first
1: one that went to major retail was Ice Lake, uh, yeah. Ice Lake Mobile right. in 20, late 2018, I believe. However, they did state in 2017 they were shipping 10 nanometer for revenue. What they were talking about was a part called Canon Lake. Oh, can't that's As you right. say, yes. 15 watts, Yeah, two cores, mm-hmm. integrated graphics didn't work, so you had to use a, 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 a GPU. I was the first person to review this because I managed to find Lenovo was selling the CPUs in a education-based, you know, for like a second-grade class education-based laptop. Yeah. That Intel had just said, sell these CPUs so we can say they're shipping for revenue. I understand right. that there were hundred thousand made and ten vendors got ten thousand each and were basically told sell these. and Intel essentially subsidized it. That's how I understand it.
0: yeah, um, it, it, it so was based on their it was based on their eighth gen fab, but but shrunk down to ten nanometer from the fourteen. So yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. well, it yeah, so. it it, it had its own name i can't remember what the cove name was for it right Um, right. but 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 i uh, i I picked this laptop up um i i pay i ended up paying something like 600 because i had to find a friend in china to accept it ship it i had to pay import taxes Mm -hmm. it took two months it was an ordeal i was the first person to review it and then subsequently austin evans also reviewed it somehow um because Intel eventually sold it in NUC form. Yes. I have been after one of these NUCs for a while, specifically the eight gigabyte version because it, it's soldered, um, soldered DRAM down. The laptop yep. was like four soldered plus so dim. Mm-hmm. And that was just a pain because it wasn't, there was thermal limits. So I wanted a NUC and I've been after one for a few years. I finally found one on eBay, only shipped to the US. So I got knew somebody who was going to innovation. I said, can you take delivery? and that's what this is uh let me see if i can get it on yep. so, actually center camera so you've got that so so, so this it there you go this is the core i3 8121u dual core nut. new in box uh, so we totally basically uh, had it in an old storeroom
0: uh Denver called it in my chat uh, i3 8121u yeah. nailed it
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. so that, that is the Intel's first 10-nanometer product that was named and technically did go to customers, and it went in a nook. So there was some scale, and you can <clears> buy the 4-gigabyte version today. Uh, compared to the equivalent dual-core KB Lake, it's not worth the silicon it's printed on. <laughs> right. <laughs> because it uses a Radeon 540, and uh, yeah. So uh, the I- i3-8130U is the KB Lake U version. Yeah. That is Intel's first ten nanometer product. Now Intel's court renamed ten to seven and Intel all, seven all process built you know, on ten, 10 nanometer. Yeah. Right, right. So 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 the, the, this NUC I call it it was the
0: Intel's ten 10- minus
2: process
0: <laughs> node, Have you have you talked to them about their node naming too like oh we can't we can't do seven yet, so we'll name it Intel seven based on ten nanometer. <laughs> there's a story there's a story yeah Um, can you say it on (laughs) air it
1: it probably requires its own segment okay Um, so
2: going
1: through going through all of intel's 10 nanometer class um processors Mm -hmm. we have uh we 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 have cannon lake we have ice lake we have tiger lake um what was after was was there something after Tiger Lake or was that just Alder Lake?
0: Ah, uh, um, Ti- no, Tiger Lake. Lake then Alder Lake, right? Yeah, t- yeah, Tiger yeah. Lake was eleven,
1: and then uh, yeah. yeah, and and uh, um, so we've got Alder Lake, and we know Raptor Lake's coming. We've just discussed Raptor Lake, um, and then on the on the enterprise side, uh, the first ten nanometer product was Ice Lake, um, because that was delayed. So it went Sky Lake um cascade cooper ice Uh, and then the next one um being sapphire rapids intel's technically most advanced 10 nanometer class processor
0: not quite as advanced as the other chip we talked about but (laughs) but pretty darn yes So, so you
1: can't see this this is a wooden box that says intel xeon if i open it up And because now my DSLR is no longer on the show, and I take what is inside it out, and it's going to fall down because (laughs) uh, this this is a bugger. (laughs) Let's put it this way. Really heavy. It it, it probably weighs the best part of a couple of pounds. Okay, there we go. I have here in my hand the intel this is probably where you put up the picture because i can't see it
0: yep exactly This is the
1: intel xeon fourth generation intel scalable sapphire rapids processor in lucite world exclusive um only a handful of people at the show got these i pinged them none of them have opened their boxes yet (laughs) so i've sent this photo on um it's got Hex screws, it's got these hex uh, screws to keep sight on. I didn't bring my screwdriver with me. Um, I have held the chip um, because, you know, a few chips have been floating about, at least engineering yeah. samples. This likely is a non-working sample. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, I have a paperweight with Sapphire Rapids CPU. Woohoo! So they exist now. We can, we can finally say, yeah, we saw Sapphire Rapids in wafer form. Uh, back in December, when uh, when Ian and I were were at the uh, the Hillsboro campus in Oregon, so. But uh, fourth and, and, fourth and, gen and so scalable. That, that, was, that was wafer. Yeah.
1: This is now chip. Yep. And if you've not seen an LGA, um, forty six seventy seven chip before.
0: That they, they are interesting. They yeah. are uh, an New interesting. Yeah. Um. So I think... I don't know if my camera... Yeah, here, let my me... Cam- there we go. Yeah, they are... Uh, they're very different. They're very distinct sockets uh, with those uh, those two hollow sections in the center and then split across the middle. Um, uh, I, ha- I have seen a couple pictures of motherboards floating around, although I don't think I can post either of those either. Um, but, uh, yeah, th- they are wild-looking <laughs> sockets. That is for sure.
1: So, there has been a disclosure today on Sapphire Rapids. Um, I'm just, I just I need to bring up what my embargo is, just so I definitely make sure I don't say anything I shouldn't. I don't have an embargo um, on it,
0: so you could like DM me and we'll. No, <laughs> uh,
1: I, I'm pretty sure that's cool to breaking my embargo. Um, yeah. So 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 it's gone 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, okay. So. What I can what I can say is that um, I, I can say that uh, I need to uh, this this embargo is weird because there's actually uh, a couple of different so things. one of the multi stage um, ones
0: you you can talk about yeah. you can talk about LGA and then you can talk about core count and then you can talk about cache and then you can yeah
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: right so so today i the reason why i have this is i participated in a vip experience of um, sapphire rapids where they demonstrated um intel's accelerators now when we think of a processor core it's stuff that does math and then Then we applied. Then we added graphics to the core, and the graphics was an accelerator that did graphics. And then we had decode and encode accelerators that encoded and decoded video. Mm -hmm. And Apple does a lot of marketing on this. Uh, Intel, uh, and then like AVX-512 was essentially a kind of an accelerator. And now Intel has added. Intel has stated that Sapphire Rapids now has four accelerators we have intel qat which you may be familiar with mm-hmm. quick assist technology they've had it for a couple of years uh, and it's to help accelerate um, networking and compression basically you're offloading your workload from your core into a dedicated accelerator because if you're in the cloud and you're and you sell cores if you can rather than spend five cores dealing with network traffic if you can offload that then it's another five cores you can sell Right, exactly. Uh, Intel, AMX, Intel AMX, which mm-hmm. is their advanced matrix extensions, which is the next evolution of AVX 512. Mm-hmm. Uh, Intel DSA, which is uh, uh, another accelerator to help dealing with uh, NVMe um, using SPDK. Um, I I uh, uh DSA something something accelerator. I, uh, I, direct I storage acceleration, more. I think. Uh,
0: uh, it's
2: something I, like that. I don't that, think
1: yeah. it is that, but it's something like that. Yeah. And then there's IAA, which is in in, in memory and analytics. Mm-hmm.
2: Um
1: which is all to do with uh optimizing databases, multiple accelerators. And they demonstrated workloads comparing sixty-four dual socket, sixty-four core Milan versus sixty-core sapphire rapids
0: <laughs> and your eyes just got really big <laughs> um
1: so yeah this means that um they're showcasing these accelerators um yeah with uh, i'm just yeah uh so this means that we bef- we previously thought. So again, let's let, let let's make this kind of an exclusive, even though the embargo lifted three hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Sapphire Rapids, we previously thought went up to fifty-six cores. It will now go up to sixty. Nice, nice little, and, nice uh, little game. This, the, and this, this this probably has dead silicon, not cores. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I I may take it for a munch later. Uh, there were some things that I had to double check that I definitely made sure I didn't measure You're <laughs> allowed to. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, I, I, I can't. Uh, uh, all I can say is the data—the data that was compared—and there are graphs that are now public showing 60 core versus 64 core, core. Nothing about um, any other details about the processor aside from the accelerators. Um, a, a, they didn't tell me a lot of it, and B, anything that they did tell. That I haven't just said on stream is now is under embargo until a later date, which is um, again under embargo.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: the date of the embargo is under embargo. I yes. hope you uh, Jeff understands.
0: I I, I get so. that. Uh, I I hate not even being able to like some embargoes. You can't even acknowledge a product's existence until a certain date. It's like oh yes, no, I heard Intel was yep. making something. Of course they're making something, like. <laughs> I had uh, I had that so
1: when I first started writing in this industry, I was just doing the motherboards Uh Um, and I remember one day thinking oh, Intel just released a new processor family? Why didn't and then that start, that changed with the smartphone industry. Mm-hmm. The smartphone industry used to pre-announce their phones, especially Apple, and then Samsung did as well, and right. Huawei and a few of the others
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, decided to tell, say, "We're launching this product. It will be on shelves in a month. Mm-hmm. Review units will go out in a week. Mm-hmm. Reviews will be go live in three weeks. Uh, within two weeks, you can pre-order in three weeks, and they will ship in four weeks." Right, and I remember at the time when I turned from motherboard editor to CPU editor and just said, nobody knows these are coming out until they get on the shelves publicly. Right. You need to have a marketing scheme in place where you can, quote unquote, build a hype train, Mm -hmm. which the GPU industry was used to doing as well. Right. Especially ATI, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) There was one person in ati responsible for most of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just yeah, and uh, I, I do remember 9 a.m. in Macau with samosas and hands talking about Polaris.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I I wasn't quite in the industry at that point. I was still over on the IT side of things, but uh, but yeah, no, there's uh, there there are some aspects of this industry that do a really good job with. Laying out the timeline for what when products should be announced, and then announcing said products and then allowing for a review cycle and then you know tearing off things. I will say i I really dislike like we we just talked about the tiered embargoes of like you can only release certain specs on certain days. It's like who is that benefiting that you know I guarantee your competitors already pretty much know what your roadmaps are based on public roadmaps that you've disclosed to investor meetings and everything else. Like, you're not going gonna... to... It,
1: it it kind of doesn't matter because all all the product information, all the, the product of the design had to have happened last year anyway. Right. So whatever your product is, maybe tweak... Like, 100%, 100 megahertz here or there, 5.7 versus 5.8 gigahertz. But you went into production or nine months to, ago.
0: The Yeah. <laughs> the final
1: silicon at least three months ago, if not six. Right. And, yeah. okay, maybe the MSRP changes by a couple of hundred dollars based on whatever
0: leather jacket and how tight it is you're wearing that day. <laughs> how many spatulas are in the back counter? Like... Yeah, um, but there are some aspects this industry gets really right. I I don't like the fact that reviews are embargoed until the retail launch of don't products. Uh, that that is one of the aspects Says. of this industry that drives me the most nuts is because, um, maybe not Ian anymore, Mister Analyst, but you know over here still <laughs> on the one hundred percent review cycle of things. Um, uh, my job is to help you as a consumer make an informed decision. And and even more so because I also sit in the, the enterprise and the server space. Uh, you know, There's a good number of my viewers who are decision makers for, for some multi-million dollar yeah. corporations and partners and things like that. And it's my job to provide you the most up-to-date information as possible and allow you time to make those decisions. And if I can't even talk about the existence of a product or the final specifications of a product within two weeks of launch, that product isn't going to exist for that decision maker because they don't have all the data to figure out whether or not it would work in their environment.
1: well, you do have one recommendation, and that's not to buy an old HP workstation and a CPU that's uh, not on the roadmap.
0: Do not buy an HP Z6 and 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 a Xeon that never technically existed outside of an Amazon data center.
1: <laughs> Shall we do the sponsors?
0: Yes, we should do the sponsors and the Super Chat. So... Today's video, as always, is brought to you by Linode. And if I can find my Linode little button there, there it is. There's Linode. If you've ever needed to host your own servers, whether it be for home or business, but don't have the resources to invest into hardware, power, cooling, time, or even space, why not let Linode host them for you? If it runs on Linux, it'll run on Linode. That includes most of the software from tutorials you've seen on my channel, like how to run your own ad-blocking recursive DNS servers, VPN gateways, your own cloud-based Plex servers, and more. With shared CPU plans starting at as little as $5 per month and scaling up to as high as you need to go, you'll be able to find a hosting plan that fits your needs. Even if you do host your own servers, you can use Linode to keep a backup off-site. Because remember, RAID is not a backup. Linode also recently announced they were the first alternative cloud provider to have NVMe block storage available to all customers. Last year, they began rolling out NVMe drives to all 11 of their global data centers. Best of all, storage rates remained at the same low price they always had been. Visit linode.com slash and get a $100 60-day credit just for signing up for a new account. That's linode.com slash craft computing. And again, a huge thanks to Linode for sponsoring today's episode. And I'm sorry I couldn't do the, the accent that you do in your reads, but, uh, you know, I, <laughs> when you do well, it, it's shucks. funny when the I do
2: cloud it. shucks, the here.
0: Ah, <laughs> shucks. Visit
1: Linode.com. If you so. want ind- the independent cloud service provider that offers NVMe block storage, then go visit Linode today <laughs> at leno.com slash computing. There you go. That's sponsoring your show, not mine. Time. So, you know so, what?
0: Visit linode.com slash tech tech potato. I mean, that that link is still valid. They both work.
1: <laughs> if you've never considered cloud services before, just just visit the website and at least learn what they do. You'll be a richer person for <laughs> what happens in this industry just by learning about the things people need.
0: That is that is also you know, an excellent point. Knowledge is free. Yeah. Uh, learning, even learning what what cloud services are selling now, because they're selling products that people are buying. It it's it's a weird paradigm, I know, but uh, you know they don't sell things that people aren't consuming. Processor and, as a service, yes. Processor as a service, compute time as a service. Uh, I mean that's that's kind of the way the industry has been going for the last you know half decade and more. Um, Sa- SaaS as a service. Uh, Sorry, bad bad joke joke. (laughs) Too far, Ian, too far And and now (laughs) I've
1: gone all dark Yeah. So, the reason I brought it up is because last time we did a stream together, we we went two and a half hours in and forgot to do the uh, sponsors, and I noticed we're an hour in, so we should do them.
0: Yes, I, I do appreciate you keeping track of time. Also, I do have some super chats to get to. Don't worry, I I didn't forget about you, and I did see you all, but far be it from me to interrupt a doctor. So. Uh, Tech Geek sends over $50. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, just got home from work, catching up, evening gents, and uh, he's been working on getting a new job lately and has been keeping us all abreast of that situation. Talked to the boss, finalized pay rate, and today he walked out with a new schedule and is the proud owner of a master key. So, freaking awesome. Tech Geek, uh, hope that's uh, that's going well for you. Uh, Kren, Sends over his uh, customary five Aussie bucks, which we gladly accept around here. Uh, G'day, mates. Uh, missed the last show as I was driving around 800 kilos, uh, but he's uh, not this time, so he is catching the show live. And Ryan sends over $2 and says, we finally hit 10 nanometer. Let's make a dual core. That that was... I remember watching that announcement live and, uh, and going like, we're finally bringing... 10 nanometer to market, and and by finally, remember, 10 nanometer was supposed to hit, what was it, 2015 was the original roadmap for 10 nanometer to launch? Maybe even 2014, Um, because it was supposed to be like Ivy Bridge, and then TikTok, you know, you got your Haswell, and then we were supposed to drop a fab, and they just never did. And so when we watched the announcement in twenty late 2018, 2019 of like, we're finally bringing 10 nanometer to market. Um, and then it's like, oh, you know, we're finally going to get like that super high performance boost we were looking for and, and efficiency. And we're going to be, you know, 105 watts and eight cores. And it's like, we have a seven watt and a 15 watt mobile core dual core CPU that you will all enjoy. And I went, Okay. so so so
1: this is kind of part of a a, perhaps a dedicated video about how process nodes work but Mm -hmm. to your question in 2010 intel said that 11 nanometer would be coming in 2015 yes however euv was expected to come um, at the 180 nanometer euv is 20 years late put
0: that into perspective Okay, that that's fair. Welcome,
1: that's...
0: To, w- 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 welcome to Moore's Law, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Moore's Law, uh, and, we, uh, we, we found sometimes it scales and sometimes it doesn't.
1: I, I, I will say, with all these Super Chats, you can now finally pay to ship my uh, toiletry bag back to me.
0: I can. Uh... <laughs> I wish I had saved that joke for later in the show. So I I I, I, I zinged Ian earlier because he was looking for a, a, a TRRS cable for his audio for his DSLR, and I said, "Is it in your toiletry bag?" Because that's still on my counter upstairs from uh, from when he was over back in December. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is because we
1: did leave leave your place at five in
0: yeah, God, um,
1: morning, if I remember correctly, oh, oh, stupid, it, and I just forgot to pick things up.
0: It was, as we say in these parts, the ass crack of dawn. Um, And
1: we'd have to go. We'd have have to go buy. And I had to go buy some toiletries because I
0: I ran to Rite Aid to buy deodorant free. (laughs) Like, 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 yeah we we, we cross some friendship barriers that day i feel. No, razor razors cuz oh razor that's right. yeah. You, 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 you went to you went to buy razors while
1: i jumped in the shower and yeah. then on the way to the fab tour i realized i didn't have deodorant and i just had to have something. yeah. <laughs> and so we stopped on the way to intel fab uh to get some to get some
0: roll on. yeah. Um, what a yeah. yeah. Like, like I said, we we're good friends now. we we're well acquainted with each other. <laughs> uh, uh, it, 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 uh, I would say you have to get to supercomputing in November, but I'm not gonna be there.
2: So yeah,
0: i'm I'm not either. I've got another event that I'm attending in November. Yeah. So that same weekend actually. so as as do you, you're 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 not gonna be in Texas. <laughs> No, I'm 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 going to be at a cat sanctuary. So yeah, there you go. I mean, that sounds like a way better up, you know, thing that I'd rather attend anyway. So um, also uh, uh, p- and
1: Yes, deodorant does suck. I do prefer antiperspirant. It's just when I'm traveling, it's easier to
0: carry. <laughs> all on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: so uh, are you on your second beer now? Um, I did open a second beer, uh, and uh, this one is is specifically for you. Now, I, I bought this a couple of months ago and I went, I'm I'm kind of waiting for the right opportunity to open this particular beverage, because um, this isn't one you open every day. Uh, so this is from Two Town Cider House in Bend, Oregon. Uh, they are a wonderful cidery uh, that uh, produces a lot of fantastic stuff. I've really never been disappointed with anything that I've ever gotten from them. They make a wonderful pineapple cider and and 20 different varieties of apple cider. Uh this one in particular is let's just say it's a hell of a bottle. Okay, so this is the Two Town Cider House Super Bad Apple. Uh it is a super imperial ale made with fresh pressed apples, aged in oak, and it clocks in at 12.5%. Jeez. 12 and a half percent. Like we're we're approaching IPC improvements for Intel and AMD over the last two two generations. Like that's a hell of a percentage point.
1: Uh, my my, my second drink is the
0: same thing because
1: the hotel had no options. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it says hard cider five percent. What's soft cider? Apple
0: juice. Soft cider is apple juice. Actually, yes. <laughs> okay. Fair. Yeah, I, I don't know if they differentiate
1: Fair. in in. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, the 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 only differentiation is between apple and pear and other fruits. And to be okay. honest, uh there's only there's a one type of apple cider I really like, and that's called Thatchers, and it has to be draft. Uh-huh. The stuff out of a can and the stuff out of a bottle is just so different. Yeah. Uh, uh, aside from that, it's it's any sort of pear or fruit cider is preferred, as nice. long as it's not Magnus. Yeah. Um, I I do
0: like baldness. a good pear cider. Um, I wish you had spent more time in Salem when you were here. Uh, there's actually a wonderful cidery called 1859 that is about three miles from my house. Uh, And it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I also wish we weren't under COVID protocol when you were here, because that would have been awesome too. You know, we actually actually could have gone to a tap house or something. Um, But yeah, 1859 Cidery is a, go ahead.
1: So now that I'm an analyst and not not a press junkie, um, I can actually go places of my own volition and not have to worry about the content I produce. Right. So at some point, Intel's going to need me in Oregon mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, Jeff, I need a cameraman. There or, you go. Let's just sort stuff out.
0: Yeah, I've, so, I've been talking but, to them about some some hands on time up at Hillsborough recently. So who knows? They may invite you out within the next, you know, three to four weeks. So
1: as long as it's not this year, I've still got another 60,000 miles on my travel bingo card between now and Christmas. <laughs> and that is not a joke i had a 10 i had a 10 day stretch of where i was meant to be at home between two trips in the u.s and i've had uh-huh. a company come in the middle and say can you spend three days in the u.s yeah um like only if you fly me worth flying by which i meant business and they said we can do premium economy yeah
0: um, uh, um like sake. I. Like, uh, the last plane i was on was the plane that left ces pre-pandemic um, I I flew from Vegas home, and that's only an hour trip for you. Uh, no, it's it's closer to two and a half. It it's uh it's a it's a little bit longer than that. It's 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 a fourteen hour drive. In? Uh, you, and you,
1: is this a pedalo? Uh,
0: no, it, this was this was a a three by three. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't wasn't a puddle jumper. Uh, and and we were at cruising altitude, but it it's it's closer to two two and a half hours. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, the last plane that I was on was leaving Vegas, uh, not knowing that we were about to literally like no longer exist as a society. Uh, So that was kind of a weird trip. Uh, And people that I I, spent a good amount of time with there were sick for a month afterwards. And I'm like, wow, you really caught the plague at CES this year, didn't you? And I'm like, oh, shit, they actually caught the plague. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I I think I think I went on one other trip to the US after that in mid February, maybe Mm -hmm. early February. I think it may have even been server related. Yeah. Um, it's because I I always thought that CES was my last trip, and then I remember no, actually I went on something else. Yeah. Um, I have this weird constitution. I've still not caught it, or at least I've I've never knowingly caught it. I'm not the sort of person. To get colds either. If I am ill, it's jet lag, which for me is a is a is a um, is an occupational hazard by the travel I do. So
0: right. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not one who gets yeah. sick all that often either. And uh, I actually did finally catch COVID. My You've my got kids as well. Yeah, my my daughter finally brought it home. Um and uh she had kind of the sniffles for like three or four days and we didn't think anything of it because it's like, oh, she's she's got a cold, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, uh uh my two younger kids got sick. So so Little Bit and X both got sick and, and were starting to cough and whatnot, and we tested them, and it's like, oh, they tested positive. Oh crap. Um
1: So so so, so which is worse, COVID or lice?
0: Uh COVID or lice? Uh oh, COVID is is far worse. Uh, I, I've I've gotten lice a couple times as a kid, um, but I'm still dealing with with long COVID, with like just no yeah. energy, short of breath walking up the stairs some days. Like like I'm in better that's, shape that's than getting older. It, it can be getting older, but. But even, like, last year, like, I was in way better, like, get up and get them and, mm. like, for four years almost, I worked full-time and produced two videos a week. I'm having a hard time producing two videos a week with a full-time employee and no full-time job. Like, like, that is so weird. <laughs> that,
1: that That's because you buy shit that doesn't work. <sighs>
0: Sure, no, throw sorry, that back exactly. in my face.
1: Uh, sorry, I, I, that's the that's third time I've now milked that twice on stream. Uh, it's, oh, no, it's, it's funny.
0: It's a,
1: it's a good I story because morning, because on my
0: mind. Not, not a single component that I bought for that machine wound up working in that machine. Uh, and now I have a chassis and a power supply, uh, a second motherboard mm. that won't boot with any RAM that I own, uh, a CPU that was $200, but if you try to find it now is $900 because this was like a once-in-a-lifetime find or a once-in-a-generation find kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and even even that power button, So so you know how I said I couldn't even turn the server on because it didn't come with a power button? I bought the power button assembly, which is a whole front IO, USB, front audio, and an SD card reader. Mine didn't even come with a card reader. They had, they had hollowed it out and put a blank in the in the place. So I didn't even get an SD card reader when I bought that for $60. Yeah.
1: Jeff, check your color balance. You've gone very red.
0: Yeah. Uh, here. here. Hot, hot take, rant alert, yes. Rant alert. Oh. We haven't done that in a while, but rant alert. Yeah. I mean, if,
1: if I have if one for closer, you too, so there you go. <laughs> if, 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 I mean, it's up, when, when Intel did the 3175X yeah. launch, they shipped a full system with a Dominus Extreme, a 1600-watt yeah. EVGA power supply, which I've still got. And if you're closer, I would just say stop dealing with that crap and put the CPU in this because the server CPUs work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I fully hear you. Um, so we were talking before the show about like wishlist items, like, like you're, you're, 8th Gen Nook 8121. Um, hmm. You know, I, I have those types of items on an eBay search list, and I get notified whenever anything is posted that matches that search term. Um, a lot of mine is like... And it's usually a RAM stick that goes into the system that you want. Oh, totally. Yeah, like, like I need a matching <laughs> stick for the set of seven that I have because one of them died and is blacked out with Sharpie. Like, I have this stick of RAM on my desk right now because one of them died and I need to find a second one. Um, yeah, so I, I have stuff like that that pops up on my eBay feed all the time, but I've also got very specific items as well. Like, I'm I'm keeping a very close eye on Tesla P100s right now because Pascal is kind of on the, the you know, fading out point in its existence. And, uh... Uh, I'm I'm waiting for those enterprise cards to hit like the the $200 a piece for 16 gigs of what came with Pascal HBM2 not just your GDDR5. Uh like like I've got Tesla XP's in my gaming server right now but man a a P100 was out of, uh yeah the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah, it's uh oh I forgot what I was going to say now. Um yeah, never mind. Never mind. It's 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 uh, it is half seven. Um yeah. I was going to say I was going to talk about something that isn't in our in our isn't in our to-do list, but uh yeah, we 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 should at least keep going through the news um yes. because there was a launch this week.
0: There was a launch this week. Uh like what's funny is there was a launch this week, but the news is about the thing that hasn't <laughs> launched yet, that which you just kind of stumbled into We're again
1: reverse chronological right. because because right at the end of the right at the end of the stream we're going to talk about chess so we got to talk about chess chronological, reverse chronological we've got to yeah. talk
0: about chess uh so uh Ryzen AMD another you know full disclosure Ian is on the payroll he's not a shill well he is but he's a shill for everyone so he's an equal opportunity shill you can uh <laughs>
1: Ye- if you pay me, I will shill for you, but, don't, but your competitor will also pay me. To uh,
0: I'm, them. I'm probably going to get an invoice for this stream once I'm done, which is really weird. But uh, anyway, uh, Zen 4 has officially launched. You can go buy them in stores or online today. Reviews are out. and uh, So, so re- re- reviews went live the day before
1: retail you you got you got one day
0: to make a decision yeah they went live monday you could buy on tuesday uh so anyway zen 4 has launched um this is the first pc x86 launch of a five nanometer based chip Uh, obviously apple with the m2 did beat amd to the market with a five nanometer chip but this is the first PC compatible. If you want to go like all the way back in nomenclature and call it uh, whatever,
1: I I I, did, I I debated this because I think Qualcomm's A T X Gen three is five nanometer.
0: Oh, I didn't even consider that when I came up with that line.
1: No, nobody did. They um, they seven the, the C Gen two. Might you be have five me questioning or, a lot of things now. Both be seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh so, so a- AMD is third to market with a 5 nanometer chip but also claimed to be first to market even though uh, Apple and Qualcomm exist. There you go. Um first except first 5 nanometer
1: x86 correct, chip with uh ba- with, with 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 chiplets and an IO die that has a GPU and has exactly 28 PCI lanes. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could, we could go down that route. For... Uh,
0: I, I don't know if you uh, you probably don't watch. Uh, there's a car show that I love called Roadkill. It's on Motor Trend, uh, and uh, they they love they love to say uh, uh, we're winning right now because we are the only people who have ever towed a '78 Dodge Dart on the back of a flatbed with an LS engine in the back of it through Los Angeles at 8 p.m. on a Friday and and it's like it's, it's, it's we're like winning
1: G- Guinness world World <laughs> records a very specific
0: right yeah. exactly and 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 that's kind of what this feels like now so so thank you for bringing some context to the whole discussion <laughs> anyway zen 4 uh, uh, amd 7000 is 100% official you can go buy it today uh obviously the big headlines are the 7950x 16 core uh which is the 5 nanometer variant on the brand new platform uh of you know, their, their flagship ship, um, and the performance gains are very real and very, hold on. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. You're fine here. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine to zoom. YouTube uh, oh, for the last yeah. two weeks has been screwing with me. All right, we're back again.
1: So uh, that, that may be because I did just send you a bunch of graphs on Discord if you want to show them at some point in the stream about some benchmark data. Oh, yes. Because, you know, it, these, they, 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 these may be my old employers, but I still have my own data.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you still test independently, even though you're also paid to test. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, so we did pause because I saw that OBS disconnected momentarily. Not sure what that was about. Anyway. 7950X, Zen 4, 5 nanometer, 16 core, 32 thread, flagship piece. Um, it's getting weird that this feels reminiscent of the 2000 uh, CPU race to 1 gigahertz, if, if it were me. Uh, th- there hasn't really been a CPU war like that since then uh like like we're seeing now like this is this is amd and intel kind of resurrected back into that who can who can punch harder the fastest
1: well you you gotta think intel should have been at least one generation ahead by now they really really. should have been so really this shouldn't be a competition at all Mm -hmm. but then you could argue that how long did we have very consistent four core very similar performance parts for at least four or five years, and the graph didn't keep going up. It went flat, and now it's gone back up. Right. So the thing yeah. is, it's go- it's going back up very steeply. Yeah. Compared to what it did pre that straight line, as well. Right. We it, are it's... going
0: through a new. It... Intel and AMD mm. are both kind of making up for lost time because you can even go mm. back about a decade and and plot lines on a on a not linear but but you know fairly consistent chart of about like 6 to 8% per year uh improvement for for, for both of them although so, uh, a, AMD flatlined and then jumped up with Zen and then jumped up again with Zen 2 um and so they made a kind of like it, a dramatic it, resurgence it, it, AMD
1: said when they launched Zen that the industry standard is 7% Year on year, not necessarily generation on generation, but just year on year. Right. And that their t- their target was always to beat that. And I've shown, I've, I've sent some graphs to Jeff. We'll probably show them yep. in a second. Yeah. But I'm, in I'm the got... industry standard tests, it's been a very linear rise. That's so, a very um, straight line.
0: So, <laughs> That's so, a so, very just, straight line.
1: Just to just to show people, just to tell people what we're seeing here. So. There is an industry series of benchmarks that are standardised called SPEC, yeah. uh, because we talk about specifications. Um, and this is this is SPEC two thousand
0: and six. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so so here's spec, here's 06. are going to show? I got I got 06 and I got 017 yeah. queued
1: up. So. Okay. Okay. So okay. So SPEC two thousand six. What it is is a bunch of tests. There's about seventeen of them. They are kind of real world. Some of them mm-hmm. are based in real world. Some of them some of them aren't. So the idea is to showcase different aspects of micro architecture, such that engineers can tell how they perform. So if you look at the sub-tests, sorry, I ate some mango habanero jerky. That's <laughs> coming back on you, <laughs> <laughs> repeating <I> me. <mean. clears throat> so there are some tests like GCC that test compile, which can be a cache and memory bound workload. And mm-hmm. if you go up in that, then that's what your core is better at doing. Right what this graph shows is integer versus floating point so integer is all to do with control control flow everything everything so say you're figuring out what pixel of the screen um you're trying to do some stuff in how you find the pixel is integer the math you do on it in games is floating point right that's kind of how to think about it so Priority one over priority two. Some processors do better than others and it depends on the balance of resources.
0: Yeah, and and we talked on this channel last week about instruction sets and some some pieces of silicon are better at doing certain instructions than other pieces of silicon. Like Mm x86 is a general purpose instruction. It can brute force your math, but it's not going to be quick at anything. Whereas something that is simply trying to do a reflection uh, is programmed to... Do that reflection. So, uh, like measuring the volume yeah. of an Olympic swimming pool, would you want to do it in a measuring cup, or do you want to take a, a a laser measuring tape and and calculate the volume real quick? Like, that's kind of the the essence of what we're looking at here.
1: Yeah. So, I have all the individual test data that's going to be behind a paywall on my um, newsletter. But what I've got here is a geomean. Very industry standard. This is this is spec two. This is spec two thousand and six. There is a twenty seventeen version, mm-hmm. but actually a lot of um, the embedded market and the ARM market like two thousand and six because it's a lot more related to their workflow. Right. Um, these are all optimized for AVX two. So we're not doing any special AVX five twelve. Spec is sometimes cited as a, you can reuse the Intel compiler. You can compile up the Wazoo, and you get another fifty percent performance if you optimize everything for intel if you optimize everything for amd use the amd compiler then it becomes more of a contest of who has the resources to optimize the compiler right who who has more cash is kind of what it
0: comes down to right
1: (laughs) yeah c-a-c-a-s-h not c-a-c-h-e exactly Um, (laughs) touche no to be honest jeff that was a great joke you didn't realize you made
2: i i yeah
1: (laughs) So, 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 As so, is so usually the case. Here, yeah. So, so what we see here, um, Intel. Intel. We're going from Broadwell all the way up to Alder Lake, the P cores, and you can see Broadwell, Skylake, Coffee, Coffee Refresh, Comet are all kind of within that same window. Then we get a jump up to Rocket, and then a jump up to Alder.
0: Right. So so we've got, Green, Skylake, we've got Broadwell, Skylake, Cascade, Rocket, kind of right in that co- that that co- range right there. Coffee. Sorry, coffee.
1: Yeah, coffee and coffee refresh, and then
0: yeah, and then for
1: AMD we go from uh, I've got the Zen plus because that was that's essentially what Zen was meant to be, right? Um, uh, and then Zen two, and then a big jump up to Zen three because Zen three was essentially a redesigned core, mm-hmm. fresh bottom line, and then Zen four, which is the new, is actually almost the same jump as Zen two to Zen three, right? It's, it's not in terms of percent percentage just in terms of the raw number mm-hmm. um, a n4 is meant to be a slight update to zen three um i the thing is we can actually put raptor lake on this uh, graph as well i sent you a version with uh, raptor lake
0: oh did you let me uh grab that real quick oh there it is
1: Let's i don't see it. know if Di- i don't know if disc i don't know if discord sent them in order that's the, that's the problem
0: they didn't send them in uh, order yeah. but i've got yeah. it so there there's raptor Lake yeah. right up here
1: yeah, so Intel said that Raptor Flake is plus 15%. Yeah. Uh, they they t- Technically, it's on spec 2017 integer. We can look at that data if you really like. Yes. I have a two app, So I I, I I didn't have time to get a review live at 6 a.m. on Monday because I landed at midnight on Monday. Um, so instead, I did a two-hour live stream. Yeah. So, so, so here's your uh, your. I, I, I go through all of this there.
0: Yeah. So here's your yeah, spec twenty seventeen. You got Raptor like and Zen four right up here.
1: Uh, I did send. I did send one to you that was spec in twenty seventeen, but the x-axis is year, and I really like the year graph. If okay. You can pull up. I,
0: I, I see that one as well. Let me. Uh...
1: You we sent me like this. twenty
0: graphs. What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> Because there you I'm, go. A, I'm,
1: a, I'm a numbers man. If I can't give you numbers, then yeah. So we, we can see that between Skylake and Coffee Lake refresh, 2015 to 2019, it was a flat line. Yeah. And then Intel, the 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 the, the rate of improvement of Intel from Comet Lake up is a straight line as well. Mm-hmm. Year on year, we're getting the same. We're not getting the same percentage but we are getting consistent raw improvement.
0: So you've got Bradwell back here, uh, you've got Coffee Lake, you've got Coffee Lake Refresh, then you've got Comet Lake, and then we start accelerating again. As you can see, we kind of flatlined for three, almost four years right here in the middle. And this
1: is single thread performance as well. This is not multi-thread yet, but then you can see the line from Zen, one, uh, sorry, Zen Plus to Zen Two to Zen Three to Zen Four. That's pretty much a straight line as well, right? We, we, which is amazing to have a,
0: two companies that are essentially doing straight lines. It's 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 insane In and performance. It, and, and I and I kind of talked I talked about this uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago about it's insane that the cpu war is heating up like it has because both companies have really found a groove and have really genuinely been improving the speed of their products because sometimes you'll get you'll get you'll get benchmarks that are like oh yeah we're 50% faster in this one specific thing that we built instructions for to do that one specific thing ala uh, nvidia with ray tracing you know all of a sudden we have ray tracing cores that are supposed to do path tracing in hardware, amazingly enough, they're 300% more efficient at path tracing. Uh, and but but this is raw it, performance. It is none of that. This is this is not yeah. specialty instructions. This is raw performance data. Uh, this is brute force instruction on x86, x64. Uh, that that results in real world gain across the board, across all instruction sets. Uh so to see 13% year over year for four generations now for AMD and three now for Intel and no sign of slowing down for either of them is insanity.
1: <laughs> so so uh, so so just to clarify some of this is
0: uplift due to DDR5 especially the later. AMD
1: but that's still generational improvement. I will still give
0: it I will still give it Right. You're still you know moving the, forward so. These so these CPUs aren't IPC. The
1: graph you're showing isn't IPC. Mm-hmm. This is the performance of the highest performing part of the retail SKU list. Right. So this is, this is 12900K, <laughs> 11900K, 10900K, 9900K, 8700K.
0: This,
1: this is... is 7950X, 5950X, 3950X. 2700X, X.
0: right, right.
1: So, yeah. So... This this isn't IPC. IPC IPC in itself is a weird number because you you shouldn't you should te- the argument is you should test product to product but um, the uh, companies decide what products they want to sell and that's what you test. If you reduce the core frequency, you're creating an imbalance between the core frequency the fabric frequency and the memory frequency and that's yeah. not a balance that the vendor agreed to so i I'll, I'll fully admit i used to do fixed frequency testing across multiple generations to determine ipc but you'll right. find that if you did three gigahertz at ddr3 1866 <clears throat> and then the next generation was at 2133 and the next one was at 2400 but the top frequency of those parts were 4, 4.2, 4.4. Then you're actually reducing each core frequency by a different percentage amount, but keeping the memory frequency the same, keeping the fabric frequency the same, Yep. which means that those tiers are unbalanced. So are you actually measuring an IPC, or are you just doing an artificial measurement based on what you believe? ipc should be right really we should be talking arguably you should arguably be talking about performance per clock ppc yeah however if you divide by the frequency to get the performance per clock you'll find that two gigahertz processors get a higher number than the five gigahertz processors just because memory has time to adjust at two gigahertz that it wouldn't do at five so you get more pipeline levels (coughs) at five and there's a this is why I, I just test stock peak mm-hmm. processor. I will clarify, not the KS, not the X3D. Right. Special cases. Right. However,
0: yeah, the the, the extreme edition processors need not apply to to normal logic because those are usually one off technologies that are like we're gonna make this benchmark bend to our will no matter what we have to do. Um, I was yeah. actually I'm actually midway through writing a video about what happened to SLI and Crossfire and multi-GPU configs. And the interesting thing is it's down to kind of the speed of light and electrical transfer and latency in the short distances between chips and the bandwidth that you can support between them and, and what is actually needed to share a memory cache between two chips that are not only not on the same PCB, but across PCIe lanes. Even with a dedicated SLI bridge, you're, uh, the faster you go, the more you're fighting latency t- from, the, from the CPU to the, to, the, uh, to the memory. And even if you can share a memory table, by the time you're able to access that memory table, you're probably a clock cycle or two behind, which introduces more latency into the system. And and it's a really it's not even that you, you you could be a millisecond behind and in a frame <laughs> that's everything. Right, right. If you're talking the difference between a four millisecond and a five millisecond frame, that's the difference between one hundred and forty and one hundred and seventy FPS. Like, and mm-hmm. and and you're going to introduce latency just for your processing overhead, and and it's a, it's a really weird thing. <coughs> uh, and, and and if you add one GPU
1: if you add one GPU, that's you having X amount of latency. Right. Two GPUs mean you X square at that issue, and three GPUs means you X cube that issue. So you yeah. compound your problem eight times by having four GPUs. Right. Now, and, and... this is probably a question we should save to the after show, but I want yes. to ask you about triplets on RDNA three. Again, Ooh. another thing that was Ooh, kind yes. of so. We'll say that to the after show. If you yeah, want to you know find what? Out, go, you go, go ahead and
0: up. go ahead and float your question now. I'll give you like a gut reaction, and then maybe we'll dive in in the after show. By the way, join the Patreon if you want to get in the after show. So, what's your question? I, I'm curious. So we know that
1: our DNA three is chiplets. Yes, that's been confirmed. Yes, are those chiplets compute or cache? Ooh. Ooh. So, so and you're you're talking you is. is... The word well, hang, hang, hang on. Okay. Hang on, okay. Hang on. Okay. When you hear that, uh, when you hear that, three uses <laughs> chiplets. Your first instinct reaction is those chiplets are compute. Mhm. Yes. So yes. if I ask you, are those chiplets compute or cache? Now that you've had a second
0: to think about it, you don't know. Boy. Um. As someone who understands Sorry. the arch- as someone who understands the architecture of Zen and and understands the infinity fabric and the shared cache between them so individual cache and then shared cache pool and and everything that kind of goes into that and vertical cache <clears throat> right i'm assuming the same architectural benefits and drawbacks apply when it comes to rdna3 because it's the same engineers designing the same kind of fabric across those those platforms um is it cache or is it compute? If we're talking about Zen, I would say it's compute with with an L2 cache that's shared but an L1 cache that's separate. Um and so your your individual cores will still be fastest when they have low-level access to the memory as far as L1. You you're thinking you're thinking too much. Am I am I thinking too much? Okay.
1: Yeah. The question is, is the compute of the GPU monolithic with cache vertically integrated? Ooh, monolithic. Okay, okay. Mul- or, or, okay. Or do we have multiple compute chiplets connected to a central IO die, but in a GPU context? Gotcha. One is, one is easier than the other. Yeah. And not easier in the sense of 10% easier. I'm talking about multiple decades of research more difficult yeah and there's a reason why apple solution kind of only work just works in specific scenarios yeah and to your sli crossfire point
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and also look, it, there is a question deeper of price yeah cash chiplets specifically integrated are going to be cheaper than compute chiplets using e like the mi-250x right high-end right so if if, if
0: you have me questioning my whole reality that, right now i don't know if you know that <laughs>
1: uh, i put this question to multiple people in the press who are at the show mm-hmm. this morning over breakfast um and multiple people of them told me sod off i need my coffee <laughs> but but there what the simple question of is rdne rdna three chiplet is cash or compute there was not one side got a higher percentage than the other mm-hmm. but it was closer than you think
0: but it was like 65 35 or even like 60 40 or something like that yeah um well, uh, uh, there were five so yes. <laughs> okay, so sixty forty. Cool.
1: Uh- <laughs> so so we so, so we have kind of gone off on a tangent with the Ryzen 7000 right. Zen 4 stuff. Back back um, to
0: like overall compute generation over generation as as we're looking at you know these kinds of graphs. Um, I I kind of related it to the the two thousand gigahertz race, which you know if. Uh, I, I, we're about the same age. Oh, and oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, no. Uh, sorry, you said you mean the year 2000s. I thought you meant the 2000, 2000
0: giga. No, no, no. No, no, no. The year 2000. <laughs> two the, t- two the, terahertz,
1: two terahertz processors. The, yes, the, the, yes, the race. Yes, Jeff confirmed it.
0: No, no, no. The race to one. Like, we no, no, went. No, we I went, know, but I still want two terahertz processors. Oh, totally. You promised. Totally. Uh, can you imagine the heat? <laughs> Anyway, uh, but no, like... Sorry, yes I can. You've seen what I've got. (laughs) No, the race to 1 gigahertz was insanity. Because we went from essentially Intel with the Pentium 2 233 to AMD releasing a 1 gigahertz CPU. All of them basically on the same instruction set and the same process core and the same node and everything else. Within about two and a half years, like we went from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand, like June ninety seven to two thousand, and and we went from two thirty three. You know,
1: you know what happened. What they probably did is that at, at at the uh, at the fab, they said, "Well, what if we reduce our guard bands and only supported a three year warranty, but actually three years rather than." seven but we market it as three because we want a wider guard band yes if we reduce the guard band up the frequency right I mean, no that's that this is this is, sorry, this is how the ks processor exists in the first place yes it probably has a higher failure rate it, is, is is intel going if you accept that with a price then right it's a product
0: right if intel goes instead of a 99.7 percent you know success rate over 12 months which is generally how can, you know companies measure shrink mm-hmm. or failures or warranty claims or whatever else you know that they, they usually expect between 0.3 and 1% of whatever product they ship to fail um i don't know if i'm stepping on any toes there but you know i've been on that side of the industry too uh yeah but uh but yeah so 0.3 to 1% you know like yeah, it's just a write-off at that point. You know, we'll replace those parts; not a problem. If you accept a two point five percent shrink uh, on on your twelve month outlook, you can push your parts you a come lot to harder. Revenue. Right, and and especially if you get the you revenue back revenue. on them. Right. Um, so it scales, right? It's, right. Like, it sounds bad that
1: you're playing with the warranty rates of your customers, but you know. In, in war, we call this acceptable loss.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's acceptable acceptable casualties as you're as you're moving through, and you know, yeah. CPU war knows no <laughs> you know holds no bars when it comes to that. It has
1: <laughs> I was, was going to say it has no victims, but there you go. You know, yeah, Everybody's yeah. a victim, I guess.
0: Right. <laughs> um, well, we've talked about you know when when. Companies compete, we win. Competition breeds better results for the consumer. And the fact that both AMD and Intel are producing amazingly efficient chips at the same time, at the same growth rate, it means we're going to win as consumers. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean I mean yep. we, we went through almost seven or eight years of complete Intel dominance where AMD was a non sequitur in the industry. Uh that AMD admittedly gave up with their Bulldozer architecture and and said like we need a complete reset because the direction we're heading doesn't scale doesn't scale it it's not sustainable it's not going to compete and we can continue producing but we're just going to fall further behind year over year unless we do something about it and so AMD took 5 years out to develop Zen If you want to learn
1: about this story, I have a one-on-one interview, two hours long, with Mr. Jim Keller himself. Yes. And he says there were people inside AMD who were content with 5% year-on-year increases Mm -hmm. who didn't believe they could match Intel. Those people ended up leaving the company out of spite because they didn't like how he was changing the way people are thinking. Right, it's a great interview it goes into philosophy it goes into reading it goes into how you make an engineer an executive that cares how you (laughs) self-care for your employees
0: yeah no I've watched that interview and it is a fantastic bit of deep dive into not only the technical aspects of the the rise and creation of Zen but, but also kind of the the philosophical and psychological aspects of engineering as well it it's Uh, it's really good i I, I re listen to it perhaps once or
1: twice a year and whenever i do i get this overwhelming urge to go expand my horizons through books and yeah at one point he says if you haven't read machiavelli you don't know nothing and i've never read machiavelli who's machiavelli right um but, it, but, in, it, but but in in but in the say in the same guys, at least once or twice a year I feel like I want to go cook a beef wellington and it just turns out I'm hungry. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, then go eat and the desire just goes away. But so. by
0: the way, watch up is not jumps review of a beef wellington. That that should be required viewing. Um
1: I I I watch sorted food just because they're often okay. nearby and okay. they have the same humor but
0: uh no no up is not jump has humor that you would uh, you you would fall right in line with so um I'll I'll, to, I'll wait
1: to, until skull puts a link in the chat
0: yeah uh <laughs> to to that point mm. even Intel flatlined Late into mm-hmm. you know the the, the 2010s because there was no competition from AMD that was making them change. They they were jumping up between five and seven percent generation over generation because there was no one chasing them. And
1: so the reason the reason why Bulldozer isn't on this graph is because we compile spec to AVX two base. Right. Bulldozer didn't support AVX two. Right. Zen One did with only one twenty-eight bit.
0: Right, and and, and like Zen Four, and Zen One would be probably files, right about me. right about here on the chart, right up just just over three. I think it'd be I think it'd be a bit higher because bit higher? there was
1: only like three or four percent difference. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the the reason why I don't have the Zen One numbers there is because I don't I didn't regression test that far back. I don't think. Okay. So,
0: the, the interesting thing about Zen 1 was they released it at consumer pricing, but it immediately shook up the high-end desktop market because... HEDT HEDT it killed it. Right. Zen 1, hands down, killed Intel's H-E-D-T market. Because for three hundred and twenty nine dollars for an, for a Ryzen seventeen hundred, you got an eight core sixteen thread that was only like three percent clock for clock slower than a Broadwell CPU that than something mm. like a you know seventy eight twenty x that cost literally twice as much. That was a six hundred dollar skew when it launched versus three twenty nine on on Zen one. Um, and uh yeah, 329
1: that sounds like a very familiar price point oh it,
0: pff, it seems to be always the price point 7, uh, the 8, that, that yeah, yeah that people want to enter the market at like we're we're gonna shake things up but only in this narrow segment between 300 and
1: 340. it, <laughs> it, it,
0: it, 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 it should have been 419.99 Honestly, it probably should have been, but but at the same time, they also had the 1800x for you know uh, what, what was it 399 yep. and the 1850 uh, for for 449. Didn't uh, uh, didn't
1: the 1800x come out later? And I think you remember I think you're talking about the 1950. Oh n- uh, no, that was 1850. no,
0: because that was Threadripper. 1900 and 1950 were Threadripper. That, that, that's what I mean. Right. But there wasn't an 1850. Right. Uh, Oh right, yeah, no, no, you're right. Sorry the the 1800x was was 3.99, and then the 1900x debuted at 4.99, and that was the Threadripper platform. Yeah. And uh you know, yeah. as as weird as Threadripper was, especially Gen One, and especially Ryzen Gen One, it immediately shook up the high end desktop market to the point where Intel abandoned it until. Next year? <laughs> there there hasn't Maybe. been... Maybe.
1: We don't know. Nothing's confirmed.
0: Nothing's confirmed, but uh, but we've seen the dies. so this just... Hold on. Uh, yeah. Uh, Threadripper was a big shot across the bow to Intel that, that said you're going to need to stop scaling down your parts or simply improving by 5% year over year or we're going to catch you. Because even and, even this- the, 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 the
1: AMD was able to do that because they, they ring-fenced the budget of the CPU team right. to the detriment of the GPU team. Right. The GPU team is still a fraction of the size of NVIDIA. People say, why can't AMD compete? And it's because- It's
0: because they've got 15% point, of the engineering practice.
1: But again, you could say, well, how are they able to compete on the CPU side? Because Intel went through a period of stagnation. You have to have NVIDIA enter a period of stagnation. Right. And they haven't. If anything, they've hyper accelerated. And yeah. Right. Also, the revenue's hyper accelerated and the crypto market hyper accelerated, and they're paying some of the cost for that. It's not going to be <laughs> the gut punch. Right. AMD can't provide the same sort of gut punch in that market.
0: AMD came in in 2017 in literally the perfect storm to introduce something to shake up the market at any point in the market, whether it was the $300 price point or the $1,000 price point. They chose the $300 price point, which shook up the $1,000 price point because you had CPUs like the 7900X and the 7940X
1: that- It it shook up the $1,723 price point, for the ten core Broadway E for the seventy nine eighty XE, right? At home. The, the, there was the no, seventy no no, th- no the six, six, the sixty nine
0: fifty X. Oh right, that yeah, was, that... okay, that's right, sixty nine fifty X. Yeah, sorry, I was I was I was jumping ahead of generation. Still, sorry, generation still. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, 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 it's it's like toss versus TNG, right? If you don't skip ahead, of generation. Right, right. Yeah. Who's this bald guy?
0: What the hell? <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm a serious Shakespearean actor. Why am I fighting the Klingon people? All of a sudden, they have ridges. They Sorry. don't want to talk about it. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> and and yeah, but They're yeah, uh, but but yeah, because Intel went through a period of stagnation where they couldn't die shrink or they couldn't tick or talk for a certain period of time between 2015 and 2019. They. Just kind of flatlined. AMD went so, there's so a... so
1: so I w- I will say that Nvidia did stagnate a little when yes. they had four generations on twenty eight nanometer. Yeah. Unfortunately that was a time AMD had wasn't produ- had ring fences CPU, so weren't doing anything in the GPU. Yeah. But NVIDIA at the time made that massive efficiency leap on twenty eight nanometer.
0: Correct that Kepler- uh, that they went from yeah. from Maxwell to Pascal, and, and then Kepler. Uh, for for me to Kepler was a big but, one. For, um, but uh, but all but twenty eight nanometer. I'm just
1: talking about the twenty eight uh, nanometer parts. The point is was, they yeah, went four. Ge- they fought went four generations, but the fourth was such a massive efficiency gain. It was right. effectively a nose jump without being a node jump.
0: Yeah, the the yeah, 700 series to to second generation Kepler was was a massive jump from the original Fermi. Um but but even then, even the the leap to Pascal from Maxwell in mm. that well was that 2016, um that was a 60% improvement. Um that was 28 to 14 20 nanometer. 28
1: wasn't it? to
0: 16 or something yeah. Yeah, I, 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 there, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 16 nanometer. Um so, so you also got a node improvement along with an efficiency improvement, right? And and com- so compounded,
0: you know, if if you want to take like IPC, which kind of doesn't exist in graphics cards, but follow me, uh, they they had right around a sixty percent improvement for the same size die, which is absolutely insane. If you've ever looked mm. up like die sizes for Kepler when they started getting to like the G k one oh twos and G k 100s and then you look at Pascal, it's like one third the size and twice as fast like it's it's freaking insane what what Nvidia did without anyone nipping at their heels like Nvidia was in a period of like AMD doesn't even exist like we can we can just kind of go about our business and mm. oh, here's Pascal have fun um and then. Mm. They did kind of hit a little bit of a breaking point. Uh, Turing was definitely not the architecture that should have ever existed. Uh, it was a 5 to 10% improvement at best, and and all they did was charge more for the same performance. Uh, oh. But then the jump to Ampere, and then what I'm hearing again, the jump to to Ada, to the Lovelace course, um, is going to be just about as big as Maxwell to Pascal was and
1: so, so i mean uh, it, i know this is meant to be the zen 4 segment and we've started talking about nvidia we, gpus for whatever it is
0: we get um, into the weeds the, with every the, single the, segment so it's fine but
1: yes, the, the, the the so i'm not i'm not normally the gpu reviewer i've been the cpu reviewer for ages but my background is i programmed gpus in cuda back when you yeah, know it was the uh, rx 260 and 280x and whatever um looking at the g looking at the 40 series today as announced regardless of what amd comes out with right the fact that they're moving from samsung 8 nanometer to tsmc n4
0: yeah tsmc n4 five whatever, yeah yeah just that efficiency change
1: based on i've tested smartphone socs that do that change and they get 30 mm-hmm. percent performance per watt for the same architecture yeah in this case NVIDIA is also improving the architecture with the performance efficiency. It means I don't necessarily care that they're peaking at 450 watt. I might just go out and buy a 4090 and cap it at 250 watt because I know that'll be more efficient right. than any 3090 Ti that I'm going to buy. And I'll pair that with a Ryzen 9 7950X at 65 watts because that's super sodding efficient as well. Right, which and... we, which is actually a good seg a good segue into even though I didn't produce any data, it, but in- you've seen Into the, the chest discussion about or AMD? Oh. <laughs> no, no. Let, 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 let's finish this because I know we've just got two hours. Yes, AMD's Zen four at sixty five watts eco mode yeah. is a beast. Yeah. Uh, if you can, uh, uh, did PC World do a sixty five watt? Review written. I know they did a video um, But simply put right
0: Let me see if they have a written one uh, They have one on thread ripper <laughs> that thread ripper isn't dead 5.7 gigahertz the, 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 flagship. Here we go. Here we go. I got something do, uh, do, do,
1: Just do, just type in PC world 65 watt. Yeah uh, um, so, so the point is that, 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 that this uh, i think this is an early one this isn't the review right um the, the 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 issue is this these chips the 16 core zen 4 170 watts tdp 230 watts power package power tracking 5.7 gigahertz max now whether you see those numbers is we're, we're now entering an area era of being more current limited than architecture limited right. which is uh, another discussion for a different day <laughs> it's in my video if you want another two hour live stream to watch um but if you um reduce the power of that package power tracking from 230 to 65 so a quarter less than more right. about a quarter Ish, yeah. um you get you you get the same single threaded performance at 5.7 gigahertz and i mean literally the same right and it's and it's above older lake in a lot of tests yeah your multi-threaded performance drops but it drops to as if it was a 10 core or a, a 12 core excuse me somewhere between the 8 and the 12 core right so you lose about a third of the performance for losing 75 percent of the power Now, I'm coming from a 10-core 6950X. That just sounds insane. I can run that chip at 65 watts, and it's going to outclass anything my system does. Okay, yes, the chip is $700, and why would you run a $700 chip at 65 watts? I pair that 65-watt PPT Mm -hmm. uh, CPU with a 1490 Limited 250, and I've got a nice little machine that could easily be small form factor. Right. Quote, depending on how you want to put the 4090 in a small form factor. Do whatever you want. That's insane, and it, and it and I think full system power at peak is going to be less than five hundred watts. Right, I, I in twenty
0: twenty two. I've done. A- I, An I, MP. Oh. I Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, I've done a number of reviews on this channel where I've either reviewed a GPU or a CPU, and and I've said repeatedly that even in a gaming sense, even in like I I want solid you know 1080, 1440, or even 4K performance out of this chip. I'm I'm going to value fan speed over over peak efficiency or over peak performance because I don't want to listen to a 3000 rpm, you know, blower fan when I can lower the performance 10% and listen to a 1400 rpm fan. It, it you know, it, I'm not losing that much in performance, but I'm gaining that much in mm-hmm. my own personal sanity. And so, typically, and, we're not... Uh, uh, and stability. And stability, right. And longevity, even.
1: Uh, because he so, is... So, a so, 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 qu- question for you. Yeah.
0: Last three games that you've played. Ooh. Uh, last three games. Uh, Elden Ring. I I, I did a, a stint in Elden Ring. Um, There's an indie game that I... 'm a huge fan of called teardown uh, which is a voxel based heist destructible environment game and it's freaking ah uh, right. I, I I can't gush enough about that game and I don't remember the third game because I spent mm-hmm. all the time in teardown um
1: okay. so... So, so so the last three so 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 your your graphic demands are a lot more than mine last three games I played were vampire survivors okay because that is the best $3 game that you will ever, ever buy, Um, then it's essentially idle games where I use hex editors because I can't be asked to wait around on an idle game. Right. Um, and, And I think the last 3D game I may have played was... Uh, uh, Final Fantasy in an emulator, or, if,
0: if, if you want to know the third um, game, it's probably the Ocarina of Time PC port. Yeah. But on my handheld, yeah. on, on a Vega 8 graphics. Mm. Or Vega 6 in this one, even. Like, yeah, so, look so, at that, so, it's gorgeous. It's widescreen, then, it's HD, it's beautiful, it's OLED. Yeah. Um,
1: and, and, <laughs> but, but the amount of graphics power you need for most of the games you play... Means that if you ever need to pump up to four fifty watts because you've put in Cyberpunk or GTA Six, I, I want to trace all the rays. De- game, game of the debt. I've, I've, I've got an RTX twenty eighty because they're testing cards. I don't think I've turned on ray tracing once. Yeah, um,
0: my my streaming right. it, PC it, has about- an RTX twenty eighty, and I don't use RTX on it because it's not enough to do reflections or real time ray tracing or or even you know path tracing or any any of the even more simple stuff. It'll do DLSS <laughs> to a decent extent, but still not enough to like it's... make it worth to turn it on. I
1: mean uh I, I guess maybe the last 3D game I probably played was actually Borderlands 3 or whatever it whatever. Borderlands three
0: I did sink a lot of time into. I, yeah, I, I will admit to that's... that one too.
1: And and I think at the time I had my 1060 in the machine.
0: Oh, so you were and only yes, cranking at about perhaps- 90 FPS.
1: Yeah, but it was <laughs> it was 90 FPS at 1080 medium. I have 4K displays, and I do like to see the fancy stuff. Right, right. So perhaps I was jonesing for it then. Um, and but I think I would. Uh, so I may be at a company event the day it launches. I won't say which company. Um, but they may be mad if they find out that I'm camping outside of Best Buy to go buy it when the doors open <laughs> on October twelfth. Maybe they have to buy one of their products on the same at the same time to justify doing it. Right, right. What is your stipend? On, what is
0: on, your on, stipend for that individual company? That's the next question. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: what? What if I go in and I buy a 4090, an A770, and a 6950 XT, and just say, I'm here to buy the RGB? <laughs> my, uh, my, my cousin said my system needed RGB, so I got one of each. Why oh, are and, you laughing? Oh, and toss in Why a Switch OLED. laughing? <laughs> Anyway, um, do, do we want to wrap up the Zen Four stuff?
0: Yeah, we need to speak um, about chess. So, so yeah, the 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 insane thing about Zen is from Zen Plus to Zen Two, and then Zen Two to Zen Three, and then then Zen Three to the now Zen Four Seven Thousand series. Which, again, if you can talk to to Lisa and and get her to like, you know, Zen Eight Eight Thousand, like just just name it the same. For Christ's sake, we we, we we went okay. We have Zen one. It's one thousand. I get it. We have Zen plus. It's two thousand. Now we have Zen two. It's three thousand. Wait, hold on. What? Oh, you. So, so I I thought you meant Zen eight, as in eight gigahertz. I, that could be as well. As long as there's an eight That's and too. an eight thousand involved, I'm fine. Just make it meet again, because we we so, also went Zen so. three and five thousand for mobile and four thousand for debt. Like. <laughs> make it make sense again <laughs> please zen zen 5
1: is going to be a ground up redesign like zen 3 was so yes. it's going to redefine the baseline yep it may still look 90% the same but the idea is that you can you if you build a better foundation yeah you can upgrade it better right i know that internally they're at least working on zen 8 if not zen 9 by now
0: oh oh certainly uh, and, and and I know intel oh. from from the people that I've talked to is, is five, six, seven generations in front of like, okay, we can make this improvement, then we can make this improvement, then we will knock everything out because we'll know how to do the base level better again and build back up again. So, I, I know the name of
1: 19th Gen, and I can't tell you because I might have a subpoena on my doorstep if I did.
0: <laughs> I know you do. I'll get it out of you eventually. <laughs> Two more angry orchards, and it's mine, buddy. <laughs> this is my last one. <laughs> um, okay, so so so, so uh, Zen Four, when uh, you you've got the chips yet? I have not. Uh, Edelman won't respond to me for whatever reason. Like, like I, I I will get Edelman to respond to like one out of every three emails, maybe even four, and. Uh, and it's like, oh yeah, we'd love to have you on board for the next launch. And then, ghost. And then, and then it's like, oh no, this person left, and we need to. So whatever strings you need to pull, Ian, I need the, those like the influencer
1: community. The the problem is the influencer community is still underserved in sampling because the amount of ch- tech channels that are a hundred k plus right. say. There are so compared to the written press. There are so many of them that if they start giving them to one, they have to give them to the all. I, um, I'm almost at 300k. You're, 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 you're almost like, like Patrick Patrick Kennedy at Serve the Home should hit 100k this week.
0: I know as well. I'm at 300. Um, I'm yes. at I'm at 281 as of today. And why don't I have samples? Yeah. Like like I I get almost a million views per month. Where are my samples at?
1: It, it, you got to be coming up. That, that, I say you, you got to transfer to written media first. Right, I um, I, I
0: could say yeah. so much right now because it's like I was aspiring I, to be like the three hundred thousand channel when I started, and it's like they get every sample without fail, and 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 it's like oh maybe they've just got the Not longevity, anymore, and I'm it's I'm like all of a sudden I'm at like five pushing six years, and I'm like where the hell are my samples at? Come on.
1: You know, I hear an Anteca hiring. cpu or motherboard uh both (laughs) um so yeah it's uh that's a shame uh yeah so i will say i do know that they only sampled 100 kits worldwide right every kit had two cpus a motherboard and some Mm. memory right and for those 100 people at least the ones in the US, mm-hmm. the two CPUs they didn't get should have arrived today. Right. So, so chances are Gamers Nexus, by the end of the week, will have reviewed the other two as well. Right. Um, I think I think the PC World ones have arrived, mine might be arriving. I'm not there, so I don't yeah. know.
0: Um, yeah, Wh- when so, it comes so to... Beyond, the, beyond that... When it comes to the YouTube side of things, I know I'm pushing like top 50. Like I know, I'm not quite there, but but again, top fifty US. Yeah, top fifty US. Um, but but again, it it's weird right. because I'm straddling two sides of a fence. I've got the home labber and the server and the small medium business, but then I've also got the enthusiast mm. tech. And which branch of your company wants to talk to me? Uh, because in in one mm. aspect, it's like, you know, how many three hundred thousand like level one techs just passed three hundred thousand. Same problem. Like like two years ago, and but but at the same time, three hundred thousand ain't nothing when it comes to enthusiast tech. So where do I fit in? I
1: I'm having a I'm having a slightly similar problem. I mean, okay, I'm still getting sampled, but that's because I'm a known face. It's because I, I you're Ian. That. I've got I've got the yeah, <laughs> uh, but. um Now that I'm an analyst and an influencer, I call myself an analyst influencer, it's about an 80-20 split, that's how I advertise it. Yeah, They don't know which box to put me in, so... Mm
0: -hmm. So they just put you in none?
1: Or, yeah, or everybody thinks that somebody else is talking to me, which ends up nobody is talking to me.
0: Right, and um, and that, and that's kind of where um, I've landed, too, where it's it's like, you know, oh, he does all the server chips, so, you know, consumer doesn't need to talk to him. Or consumer goes, well, obviously server's talking to him, so I don't need to talk to him. And I'm like, no, I want both of you to talk to me. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my... It, co-
1: it's almost as if you... It's almost as if you need two channels, but then that just divides who you are. And right. they, but, they both and it out. also
0: dilutes my audience. And like I said, my audience has a good number of, you know, decision makers is what you would call them in the industry as far as,
1: yeah. Okay, okay. Put it this way, a, a traditional written media outlet will have a separate person reviewing consumer and enterprise, maybe for one of those you need to put, and I don't believe I'm saying this, Rhett in front of the camera for those pieces. Um, and even though normally, even though normally he may just be reading a script and you're the actual brains behind the operation, right? He becomes the face of one half. Yeah. You become the face of the other. We you give him zero equity and put him back in his cage once he's done. <laughs> but...
0: I hope he heard Look, that, Rhett. by the way. Um yeah no uh, we we actually discussed something like that where where he can start doing some videos my my ultimate goal is to get him on camera in some facet or another and and I've I've been slowly kind of introducing sure, him with with the integrations that we've been running with with a lot of the ad work and and then he's also been kind of a comic yeah, relief in in videos and and I think that's working very well and it's uh the audience has been loving it and the integrations are doing better and and it's been fantastic but you know do i set him loose on a on a thirteen nine hundred k review like solo no i don't think i can no offense to rhett
1: but you have, you have to you have to write the script
0: right and, and, and so it...
1: to, yeah and as, as anyone does it's a learned skill to read from a teleprompter absolutely and provide the same level of passion the problem I have is that my passion is all in my head and I have difficulty putting it into the camera. Yeah. And as a result, I come off sometimes a very unfazed by something that's actually quite astonishing. And therefore I have to force it, therefore it feels forced. It's a skill, just like interviewing is a skill, just like writing is a skill, just like video editing is a skill, just like existing is a skill, just like raising children is a skill.
0: Um, so So we filmed an integration today, okay? Uh, we, we filmed a, mm-hmm. a thirty-second ad read, and and it had a fifteen-second script, and then a thirty-second ad read. So it's a 40-plus 40, forty-plus you know second integration. Um, the first time I did the audio capture for it, because it's thirty seconds of of just script read, um, uh, the audio had some some cuts in it. And we weren't quite sure what what it was from. Did I set my cell phone close to the mixer or whatever else? So I just went ahead and re- re-recorded it. But Rhett had already cut the ad. He had already done all the B-roll and all the transitions and everything else for the ad. And he goes, mm-hmm. "I just need you to read this again, but I need you to do it at the same length." And I went at this point, my ad read, you know, timbre oh. and rhythm and 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 it's identical. And, and I said, and, yeah. "And I said, you can just slide this in and it'll be fine." Um, the end cut no. was a difference of two hundred milliseconds. For a 30 second read. Oh, nice. Um, and in fact, he put both of them side by side. And it was kind of like sitting in traffic where your blinkers will synchronize and then desync and then resync again. Yeah. If you've ever watched blinkers on like the three cars in front of you and all of a sudden yeah. all of them go. Bop, 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 it did that. And then they and then they desynced and then they resynced again and it did that like three times through thirty seconds and it was the weirdest freaking thing to listen to because the the tone and the 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 exclamation and the and the drop offs and they were all the same. completely in sync. <laughs> uh, the, the the problem I have
1: is so I've got a couple of so uh, people who watch my channel know that Lenovo is a sponsor on around mm-hmm. half the videos and. Low great, and they've had yeah. no problems with me doing that and whatsoever. Uh, Lenovo has been a phenomenal partner. To me say, I, I will say, yeah. It's, 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 I've had a couple of other companies in the industry who I who have said we want to do some ads, and you know they meet my minimum specification. <laughs> 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 I get they it. They meet my minimum specification for for for, 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 for doing. Uh, but because I have this journalist background, I feel so. I sink inside when I start thinking about the fact that I have to do an ad read. It, it feels that gross, I doesn't essentially it? Essentially, need somebody to come. Al- I need somebody to come along and say, "Right, we're doing four ad reads today. You need to write the scripts, and we just need to do them and stand there, essentially, with a whip and go write, record, edit." Yeah. The last time I did two ad reads, I did them in a hotel room in San Francisco because i just had the right amount of mental energy and confidence uh-huh. i mean don't get me wrong the videos the recording themselves was rubbish i had to really edit the audio i had to really edit the video both companies said can you make edits and that was two months ago they email me once every three weeks saying do you have an update and i just have to keep saying i'm busy when half the time in reality it's it's
0: like i, I don't just don't have the... want to or have the energy or yeah, um, it's on the
1: energy. I just, I, I just don't feel that I have the competence. Yeah, to it's... have the same energy, to be the same enthusiastic, monotonal uh, guy with an accent. <laughs> to do
0: it's, it. Yeah. It, it, It's funny.
1: We've um, actually deviated way off. Um, we should finish up with chess before we the should finish show, up with chess. Yeah.
0: I think we have to finish up with chess. So. Okay. Uh, so if if you all want to jump on to the after party, we're probably going to continue this conversation about like what it's like to be a YouTuber slash influencer slash whatever else. I've I've got a number of stories, even just from like the last two weeks of working with companies, buying ad integrations and mm-hmm. frustrations therein and the the motivation and the confidence to be able to like produce some of those clips. Uh, I'm still kind of known as the Manscaped guy of the go shave your balls at Christmas time, um, which, by the way, Manscaped just re-upped for another three months. So you'll be seeing some Christmas ads here soon. Um, but uh... I'd say, I'd say, so, so, so that's the thing you, you, you,
1: you, you, you I. I've recorded two Linode ads since uh, I started, yeah. and they've both had about twenty-five integrations each, mm-hmm. because it's just so much effort to just do one. The fact that you, you're able to have fun with whether it's Manscaped with or, all of them,
0: right? Yeah, um, I once had
1: a sit. I had a cereal. I, I I had ma- a magic spoon wanted to do ads, and then they pulled out, and I yeah. thought that would have been fun. Yeah, but yeah. That sort
0: of thing. Um, I actually did a so so. We'll, I'll I'll say this one point real quick, and then we'll move on to chess. Hot chess talk here mm-hmm. on Talking Heads. Um, so I I had prepare your rears. Yeah, prepare. <laughs> prepare your rectum. I think we can say it two and a half hours into stream. Um, so. Yeah. When I first started the channel, I I tried to do like all the straight reads that you see, like like Linus says this a lot like and the segue to our sponsor. And then it's James or Colton or Linus himself doing like fresh books brought to you ba 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 click the link in the video in description and to learn more. And it's them and it's fine. Right, and and, and yeah. it's like yeah, when you reach a certain size, any news is good news, right? Um when when a company is reaching out to me, I want to make it worth their dollar. I want to get the most clicks as possible to get the best dollar per, you know, minute of my time as possible. And and uh, there was one video that I watched in particular, and it was on uh, uh, Daywood Does Tech. And he did a Manscaped review. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it started pretty flat. It started like, you know, today's videos brought you by Manscaped and the performance package 4.0 with the blah, 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 blah. And we've all been in the situation where you're going on a date and you're trying to slay the wookie that's between your legs. He just like went straight into the absurd and he had this entire blurred out screen. Deadpan. Deadpan, yeah. completely deadpan. And and he's got lightsaber sound effects and Chewbacca screaming in the background and him like beating his crotch in a mosaic pixelated environment, and I'm like, I need to compete with that. And so, so okay, <laughs> I have an idea for your man. You
1: probably have tons of ideas.
0: I've got a few, but I, I'm always I'm always I, interested.
1: It, it, if I said, um, who, who's the main character in Breaking Bad who plays Walter White? uh the actor i forget uh,
0: uh brian cranston
1: so if i said brian cranston episode one malcolm in the middle
0: a little bit of hank
1: yeah uh, No, in malcolm in the middle where he's uh naked in the kitchen right having his body hair shaved yeah oh yeah yeah basically you need to redo that but or how excuse the top me how not hank how yeah and 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 it it, it's just Rhett reading the paper naked as as his partner, wife, is shaving him, because it's the hair for the birds, and then you just do the voiceover for Manscaped, and it's just <laughs> Rhett all the way, and the whole read is just panning bottom to top as Rhett is reading the paper, and it's covering his uh-huh. m- most vital parts, in right. the same way right. as,
0: yeah. Oh, that's do good. That. That's good. Um, because uh, I've done a couple ads where it was just like straight up puns, where it was like a uh, you know don't yeah. call the game oh, on right. account right. of rain, you know like like I did that. I actually rewatched all of them today just to kind of get inspiration because they re-signed today The they they signed uh, three ads mm. for three months, and uh, and I'm like awesome like like I got Manscaped oh, in so, again. So, 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 so what? so what, what one, one ad one, one ad per month, month times three right. Um, and, uh, yeah. um, so yeah, we're, we're almost booked through the rest of the year now for ads, which, which is always great when, when a company reaches out and says, Hey, can we do integrations? And I said, yeah, it's this price. And they're like, well, we're not going to pay that. And I said, well, 19 other companies did. So get on the list. Yeah. Uh, that's fun as a, it, it, it as a, right if you owner. have a
1: regular cadence, I traveled, I travel too much.
0: Right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so you know, I'm I'm coming up with some new some new manscaped ad ideas, and uh, you probably saw the uh, the pork bun DNS registration ad in the last video. Uh, oh, hey, bro! I may have,
1: uh, I may have skipped through that.
0: Oh, you no, you got to go back and watch uh, the the okay. the one U yeah. GPU server that ad is glorious that that ad has just about everything you ever want and and if you've ever wanted to see oh, rhett e- e- either that or i turned off I uh, yes yeah. you gotta see rhett in the mullet i mean that that really that sells it anyway hot chess news here on talking heads um spicy spicy i i don't even think i did i bring up uh no, I did. Okay, uh, let me. There's
1: no link in the doc because yeah, I, I added it in. I think.
0: I, 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 don't, I don't know if we can even show a link to to this. Like, I don't know if I even want the link in my just dis... hot chess news. Let's let just... Let's walk through it.
1: <laughs> so, 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 again, because we've had a full disclosure for every topic this show, I am not sponsored by Chess.com. I was once thirtieth in a equivalent of a state competition when I was ten. Um, and i've not really played since because i find chess boring um but i understand i i
0: and i i have a membership can... to chess.com and and uh typically i used it to play against my friends uh most of which i beat the other of which is the son of a grandmaster and he whoops my ass each and every time without yep. fail i i i think my record against him is like Three and one hundred ninety-seven. Like it's it's not even close. So
1: yeah. So yeah. But my Google News feed is um, normally I keep track of sports in general, and whether you count chess as a sport, physical versus mental. Um, but I like to do, eight, I do and and I I do know I do know a, at least one or two or three of the major names in the chess world. Mm-hmm. The biggest one is obviously Magnus Carlsen because of he is insane and his rise is meteoric and yeah. he is one of these ch- genius savants. He used to have issues with personal interactions.
0: But for, for, for those that don't know, he's the so... one that can play 40 games at the same time and kick all your asses. Uh, like he can walk around a room with forty chessboards and and win every single game without than... even thinking. Like, yeah, he's so, so, uh, insane.
1: Uh, I'll say that's not that impressive because there are people who have done it over the years. Right. But because of the social media, he's in that sphere. He's made millions, and he's I think he's only like thirty two or something, and right. he's younger than us. Yeah and yes. he is waste and that's disappointing but he he lost a game which is so stupidly rare to a 19 year old um and then for the first time ever in his career resigned from the championship he was who was playing and didn't give a reason
0: right so so magnus entered the field in- cup yeah, so so Magnus entered this tournament like a lot of other chess people did. There were what 170 or something like that in in the tournament, uh, and this is an invite only event. Uh, and uh, uh, he ended up losing one of the the semifinal matches to to this 19 year old kid. And uh, in in an interview afterwards, the 19
1: year old the 19 year old is a grandmaster. They're both yes. in the sort of they their fighter score, which a thousand is meant to be the average, and you win if you go up, you lose, you go down. They're right. both twenty five hundred plus, right? And the world record for the highest score ever is twenty nine hundred. Right. So they are in the top
0: one percent of one percent of chess players in the world. Correct. And and uh, but they the invite only tournament that they're they're matched up against each other, and and Magnus loses and he loses in such a way and in, and in such a a fashion that he goes the 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 19 year old was seemingly not paying attention and completely it's disinterested in in the match like like there were a couple of situations where you you're going through all the arithmetic and and all of the potential moves and and adjustments that you can make on a chessboard and and he goes i was sweating it at certain times and and this kid was just like click and he goes this is what i do to other players not what someone does to me and that was kind of the 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 interview that he did afterwards people yeah the
1: the the people at this level know everybody else at that level they've played them multiple times and the point is over the number of games you kind of understand when people are in certain positions they usually take a certain amount of time mm-hmm. to make a move and it, depending on whether they're making an attacking move or a shorter move there's like machine learning put over all of this to oh, yeah. kind of see how a player plays and that becomes part of the training for a competition um, and going back to the fighter scores if you're if you have a score 100 more than somebody else you're expected to win 99.5 percent of the time right if you have 200 more than somebody else it's like 99.5 percent of half a percent you know you you're going two standard deviations every time for 100 points or it's one right. stand. it's something it,
0: like, it, it, it's the decibel rating it's square it every chance time of this
1: guy winning right, right. It, it's square it yeah. every three points <laughs> so, so 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 the fact that magnus lost which is rare now uh uh Somebody said in the chat, he's a bit of an ass, or he is an ass. That's partly because he's one of these savants, ass and people like that. Like Musk can also be
0: right. Yeah, y- y- you're 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 not good in social settings, you know but I know more than you in chess. Like, you know, or it, or, 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 or or Linus Torvalds. Right, right. Linus is yeah. a bit of an ass, and he flips off Nvidia all the time. But he also knows his shit, and you don't dispute that. Like, yeah, yeah. Th- there there are so, those so, so. types that are out there. So, so Mag- Magnus
1: loses. He then quits out of the contest altogether, which mm-hmm. is unheard. of. I don't think it was a semi-final. I think it was like a round robin type thing, or there were more matches to play.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, the, there there were there were multiple matches left to play, and he withdrew from the tournament. And uh, and it, it it's kind of a weird thing. And and he just goes, I'm just going to end up playing this kid again, and he's just going to cheat again. And so he he kind of took a stand well, so, and went, so, so, I'm so, not going to so, do it
1: so the guy the guy had already been banned from chess.com for cheating twice yeah and it's turned out that one of his mentors slash trainers was actually banned for cheating as well yeah so that is what it is but magnus turned around and said i'm not going to say anything because i'll get into trouble mm-hmm. which which is essentially you know saying something without getting in into chat. trouble right Right, he, he he didn't want to accuse him directly, but he also didn't want to say if he had any proof about accusing him directly. Yep. And people, people. They, they, so before the second match that they played together, which we'll get on to, yep. um, obviously this kind of hit the chess world and it also went into mainstream press and into my newsfeed and went into Jeff's newsfeed. Yep. Um, and it also went around on the, the Twitter to the point where People were saying, "Well, this guy used to cheat when he was playing online matches by having AI training." Mm-hmm. Now, these people use AI training in their training. That's why it's right. there. They use the benefit of AI to help them analyze positions and do it better. What yep. they're saying, what what they're saying, that when you're online, it's easier to cheat if you have you know a machine learning algorithm that essentially is choosing your moves for you. Yep, and then Elon Musk turns around and says maybe he was using anal beads to tell him the right move. So something vibrating up your backside when you're hovering over the piece, it's, it's, it's like who wants to be a millionaire type stuff and somebody's coughing right. in the studio when it's the right. But because <laughs> it's anal beads, nobody – how often do people in sports get stripped naked? Um, Okay, they do urine tests, but nobody checks to make sure you got something halfway up your right. colon. That's a performance that answer I've enables. never heard of before. Uh, and and, and, but and no, but again, Musk, Musk was making, Musk was no evidence, right? right. Of course, no evidence, Musk, right. being Musk. Musk um, be Musk. I say that and I'm going to AI Day on Friday. My invite's just been rescinded probably. <laughs>
0: um, Are you so, on their payroll yet or is no, it still no, pending?
1: No, no, it's uh, a <laughs> this, this thing. Um, but he, you're going to be driving a Rivian for the rest of your life. I don't have a license. I'm not driving at all. (laughs) Um, There, there, so, 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 so there, there is this, uh, so the rumor propagates that he is using some form of enhancements that may be rectal related or maybe something else. Mm -hmm. And he, and so Hans Neiman, who's this guy who's been accused of cheating says, so he turns around and says, no, I'm not. And at one point he says, look, I will play naked in my next if you want. And obviously nobody forces him to. Chess.com reprimands Magnus for quitting out of a contest, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: an official contest because you're not meant to do that, but does say, say, you know, this guy has been done with cheating before and we don't like cheating. Uh, So then the Julius Baer Cup comes around Mm -hmm. the next week. Of which there are sixteen invited people playing, of which Carlson and Hans
2: mm-hmm.
1: are part of the are part of the team. They meet in the round robin. I think it's literally the second match. Yeah, so it's a round robin, so everybody plays, and everybody plays, and everybody plays. It's the second match. Magnus plays one move and resigns. Yeah, and then turns up, t- uh, stands because it's remote play they're doing it online stands up turns his webcam off disconnects everybody who's analyzing the match because these people have match analyzers as they play you know other grandmasters are basically going huh did he misclick the retire button or something yeah what's this and again he makes a statement saying if i say anything now he didn't resign from the contest Mm -hmm. he actually ended up winning it yeah. Um, Hans Neiman got through to the quarterfinals after the rounds robin and lost in the quarterfinals, so he still beat people. Yeah. And Magnus and, uh, and Magnusson, Magnus Carlson goes on to achieve the highest ever fighter ranking of twenty nine hundred, new world record. Um, and now he's made an official statement, which doesn't really say anything. Yeah. Um, it basically says I know this guy is yeah, so. Net, m- m- more m- Magnus's uh, argument is once a cheat, always a cheat Yeah. even though this guy's 19 but the guy who teaches him is, also, is a 56 year old who's also been banned for cheating in the last three years and yeah. the thing is cheating is like say crowdfunding your imagine you're streaming your chess on Twitch and you're taking move suggestions from the chat that's considered cheating right? because the whole point is you're meant and it, it's supposed to be 1v1
0: it's not supposed to be any outside influence yes. it's supposed to be you know the game you know the moves you know your opponent you know the situations um chess is a very deep and uh cerebral. cerebral game and and the 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 interesting thing is there's not a game of chess that has ever been played twice there there are so many infinitesimal number of moves and situations that you can't study for every situation with every piece on every single piece of the board. And when when you when you start reaching this level of accusation. Is, Magnus is
1: so good with his memory. If you said 1903 game russia versus us round two move 16 right he would say king to knights four or something
0: right and he would go i know the move to make in that particular game
1: no no he remembers the move that happened in the game yeah yeah because he has a that good memory then beyond that you also have to identify good positions And then beyond that, you have to be able to make the right move. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, it's also the psychology of your opponent, if you consider that an element of the game. Some people don't. Um, But yeah. um, And then there's the Musk tweet. Um, Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see because it's in your butt. And uh, yeah, it's... um, so the the interesting thing is this is still kind of in flux right now there are still accusations and non-proof um i did read a piece that basically said most people have come out on defense of both sides Mm -hmm. you know don't in that particular game um unless you have proof and i think my audio is just cut off yeah um don't don't accuse somebody if you don't have any proof um but a lot of the grandmasters have come out behind Magnus, and a lot of the non-chess players, us, we don't count in that. We we play, we're just not, you know, we're not competitive. Like, like I said, um, I can beat my friends, but of... I can't
0: beat anyone who's even semi-serious about learning the craft. Like,
1: Yeah. So, so, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of where the story sits today. Right. It's still in flux. Um, like I say, Magnus just won the Jules Bayer. Um, there's another tournament coming up in a couple of weeks that I think I think Magnus is due to attend. I'm not sure if Hans is. I haven't looked into it. I haven't proactively gone in search of news. This is literally just everything I've read from my Google News Feed because my Google News Feed is now 50% to do with chess and anal beats. <laughs> In the same story they're not separate stories i right. should clarify
0: right <laughs> well just give it a week because google will start giving you recommendations on both well you clicked on this story maybe you're interested in in <laughs> right okay okay so additional so, so anal beam <laughs> news
1: so, so 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 posit this you know how netflix does uh murder documentaries yes maybe this is the king's game
0: I would attribute this oh. more to uh you buy a toilet seat off Amazon, and Amazon for the next six months says, Do you need another toilet seat? No, I only needed the one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, 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 just, just retelling the story, instead of Drive to Survive, we have um I I, I don't know enough chess term, uh, Um, we have en passant to the rectum i don't know i know it's (laughs) a chest thing you know it is how do you dramatize something like this something that is seemingly somewhat absurd and unique again the king's gambit right and because magnus has been the king on top of the world um (laughs) Uh, asks did uh, you break another toilet
0: on passant to the rectum i i think that's gonna go in uh in that so. might might end up being a pinned comment in the discord or like i I've, I've got some famous ones up there so so maybe that one will make it <laughs> uh,
1: if, if 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 somebody's been taking timestamps make that the timestamp for the chess
0: yeah in, in passant to the rectum that that's what i want to see there oof <laughs> oof you got to go see a doctor afterwards <laughs> honestly i fell on that bishop like it <laughs>
1: It's it's it's, no it's 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 that Big Bang Theory phrase. It's uh, if I stick my foot up your butt, which doctor do you have to go see? And uh, Sheldon says it depends how far it goes in. Only a small amount the proctologist, any deeper than the general uh, surgeon.
0: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And I think that's a great place to end it. Uh we're approaching the three hour mark as hour. as is customary when Dr. Ian is on the show. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh that was a lot of fun. Uh I, I love it when we get a break world exclusives like Sapphire Rapids <laughs> in the Flesh and uh and you know the 34 core uh upcoming You know, Emerald Lake, Emerald Cove, whatever you want to call it, Uh, you know, Raptor Lake based high-end desktop enthusiasts, not server, but not consumer, whatever. That was a good show. So uh, make sure to subscribe to Tech Tech Potato over on YouTube if you like Ian's content. Uh, Subscribe to Craft Computing if you haven't done so already. Make sure to like this video. Follow me on Twitter at Craft Computing. Follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Cutris. Uh, do you also have a Tech Tech Potato or just more is more? Like, where, where are you at on Twitter? I can't keep up. Uh,
1: uh, I have both, but the Tech Potato and the More and More are just essentially retweet accounts. Um, gotcha. I did recently start a, a newsletter, a Substack, if anybody's familiar with that. Yes. It's uh, more more dot com the uh, the second more has two O's is in Gordonmore yeah m o r e dash m o do...
0: o r e yeah
1: yeah so on that it, you'll see some of the scripts videos I also do some of the more financial based analysis um, and it, it, it has a paywall that's typically for the financial stuff and some of the more detailed spec data. But it's more. Uh, people have been asking me for a written outlet to post in antech because mm-hmm. they don't want to do just the video um, stuff. And so, some of this stuff is so complicated that a forty-minute video. People prefer a ten-thousand-word article instead. Um, so I'm offering that as well. Um, yeah. It's free to sign up. I just passed a thousand subscribers, um, nice. and you may only get what you may only get one email a month. One month, you may get five. Um, but I depends on what month joy, it is. Yes, I hope you, uh, if you sign up, you participate. You know, we we get as much out of this as much you, as you guys participate. It's yep. it's it's a, it's a labor of passion, passion, labor of love
0: yeah absolutely i mean that that's why i got into this industry is i'm i'm so passionate about certain aspects of it especially when it comes to you know enterprise hardware and and business operations and things like that like i made that my career for 15 years and now i get to talk about that same kind of thing for a living with no one telling me what to do and it's absolutely fantastic so if you like this kind of stuff make sure to join the patreon it helps support me and what i do it keeps the lights on around here and You can join the Discord server where you can talk with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, even Ian is over there. All the hosts from Talking Heads and join the awesome community that hangs out over there. Uh, I think that's going to about do it for episode 253. Thank you all so much for watching. Again, Ian, thank you so much for joining us as a co-host. And uh, as always...